check one, mic check two, terrible meal right now but you know shout out to the Denver Broncos Uh, the score was terrible 30 to nothing I I looked down there at one point and I saw 30 to zero and uh, nothing that we can say or do about that so this is brought to you by Crow Nation Uh, that, that, that little bird right there it's been a long time since we've seen that bird. And it, it, we couldn't even put a, pull him out week one, right? Right? We had to wait. You know, we saw him a lot of times last year. But that doggone bird there, man, um, it, it, it's sad. You know, the way we, we lost, you know, um, <clears throat> it's just terrible. And right now, normally, normally after a loss, I turn over, flip over some tables. There'd be a couple of holes in the wall, maybe a couple of FUs. You know what I'm saying? Oh my goodness! But but I'm here to give you guys my 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 thoughts, my thoughts on this game. <clears throat> this was the one game that I, I I would say. Sometimes you can be overconfident, right? Too confident, you know. You know, you, she's already taken, but you walking up to her anyway with your chest out. Say, man, I can pull her, you know. And she telling you, nah. The whole time, you know, you spitting your game and everything. Get a big old hangman on your nose, a big, big old booger. <laughs> Y'all still like still? Uh, shout out to you guys. I, I can't stress this out enough. I can't say this out enough. It's two different worlds playing left tackle versus playing right tackle. And when I got a chance to talk to Duke Mannyweather, uh, he's the offensive. I don't think that there's somebody on YouTube that knows more offensive line than him. Can anybody debate me on that? He literally works. With, he's the offensive lineman guru. I don't think that nobody on YouTube or Facebook or in uh, that's in this area, Dallas area, knows more about offensive line talk than the O-line master. If you can find that person, point them to me, and I will try my darndest to set up a show. But he pulled me to the side. We was right before we did the walk-ons. And he said, literally, I'm not comfortable with Lyle Collins and Terrence Steele, especially Terrence Steele playing at that left tackle. Point me out somebody right now that can that can break it down better than the offensive line master, Duke Mannyweather. I'm waiting. But uh 
Come on, Keith, man. We got kids watching, man. That you, you, when, you, when you talk like that, that's a reflection of you. So I'm going to give you, uh, to correct that, if not, we're going to give you the boot. Come on, man. We got kids watching, fam. I'm, I'm trying to keep it PG-13. I allow trolls to talk your stuff, but let's refrain from using bad words on the screen because I got to take it down, you know? So let's work together, Keith. You can spit your, you can spit your stuff. But let's not put it in those type of words, right? 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 You you can use other adjectives, other words to explain. You know, I, we all frustrated, you know. And and on the flip side, if you saying f the cowgirls, right? If you saying that, then you should be happy that that the team lost. You know what I'm saying? So let's be grown over here, Keith. Come on. Talk to me like you talk to me in the streets because I'm out here everywhere. I don't see nobody talking to me like that in the streets. So let's keep it PG-13, Keith. Come on, man. Y'all got to – y'all look, I know trolls are trolls, but I can't keep the comments on the screen if y'all going to use those bad words. Come on. Let's be a man around here. You know, we having a heart-to-heart man conversation, right? And I try to, I try to keep my mouth in check so y'all keep yours in check. Let's go, right? Couldn't find a rhythm. A lot of credit to the Denver defense. There was not much separation that I saw uh, in in with any of the receivers, and um, he. I, I thought that Dak took some chances that he normally doesn't take. So mm. he might have been mentally a little rusty too. He just didn't have a great game. No, not at all. And when he doesn't have a great game, mm-hmm. and they get behind and they can't make any big plays offensively, then then they're going to be in trouble. Yeah, I mean, it's a different injury, but he didn't look rusty after not playing at all in the preseason or, or, or throwing a lot in training camp coming out in the Tampa game. Sure. It's a different injury, but he just didn't play well, if that's because of the week. Yeah, I'm not looking off. for an excuse for Dak. I was just trying to no, kind of looking for answers, but I think Brad's absolutely right. When this offense is not rolling... The defense could feed off that because all of a sudden it's like, oh wow, we're not going to run the ball. Complimentary football. Yeah, we're not going to run the def- the, you know, the opponent's going to not going to have to run the ball because they're behind. Yeah. As yeah. a matter of fact, it, instead of I said this earlier in the game, it, instead of complimentary football, it was insulting football today. <laughs> but if you think about yeah. what the defense did in the first couple of possessions, right. there were tackles for loss, yeah. there were sacks. The defense came out with tremendous energy and and did the things that they would normally do to help win a game early, and it wasn't enough because they got nothing from the offense today. Yeah. Brad, you've been around the NFL a long time. Th- this stuff happens, right? I yeah. mean, th- this is the kind of stuff that happens. Yeah, yeah. And now, now, uh, it didn't have the feel of the game in Denver. What four years ago? The Zeke fumble game, where everybody's mad at Zeke because he didn't chase down the fumble. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean that was they, they were just they stunk from yeah. The, every aspect of the team was awful that day, and I remember thinking when you see a team, especially early in the year, have a game like this, that's not going to be a good team. Good teams don't have that. This got out of hand, but this game wasn't that. I mean, what was it at half? Was it sixteen to nothing? Sixteen to nothing. Was two yeah. scores. Yeah, and, and and they had the three and out, and then the block. They punt. had the three and out. They had the block punt. I, th- I think, and if you look it up, I think it's something like seventy-five or eighty percent of the time you block a punt, you're yeah. going to win a game. And and in this league, two scores, that's something you can make up. They just didn't. Yeah, play Bobby, well on offense. Bobby too. Belt from the NFL Network came up to me in my seat at, at uh, in the press box and said, "It's got a very Buffalo Dallas vibe to it." 
that Thanksgiving day. Oh, yeah, that was where bad. They, where all of a sudden it was like things were, you know. They, they just beat you they up They went front. forward on fourth down. They fumble. They get the ball. I mean, there's yeah. just yeah. things that happened in the game where it was just it was bad overall. Sometimes those things happen. So mm-hmm. now what's interesting to me is it now makes next week pretty important. Yeah. It do. Because you do. can't take a trip to Kansas City as a gimme. Right, right. And you cannot right. take a Thanksgiving game against the Raiders as a gimme. Now, you might win both of those games. Uh, they're winnable, but um, but they're also losable. Well, if you don't win next week, yeah. now you're looking down the barrel of, uh-oh. So now they're really, it really puts, new. And on the other hand, if you go out and play well next week and win and get your swagger back, well, you might go have a great time in Kansas City. You might have a good game against the Raiders and then things but it just makes it more interesting. I didn't think they were going to go 16 and 1. I didn't see this coming today. Yeah. Thank you Brad as sure. always. Sure. Brad Sham. Good afternoon. Good 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 shout out to Brad Sham. Shout out to 105.3 the fan. Uh shout out to you Bino uh Duval. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> hey, your Jack Walls warm today and uh shout out to you guys over there. Uh, who y'all play? Who y'all play, man? You let me know. Matter of fact, I got it right here, fam. I got it right here. Oh my God! Let me see the Jaguars. Who do y'all play? Uh, y'all beat the Bills. Ooh, six to nine. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder if Bills fans are jumping out of the building right now. Uh, they played the Bills. Shout out to that the first woman to. Hey, shout out to them for. Uh, this is a commercial break. Cowboy Nation. This game, um, let me just go back to this thing. Let's pull up the uh, the information for everyone. Uh, and trolls, feel free to troll. You know, I, I'm not finna block you guys. Look, this loss hurt, man. Y- y'all kick a dog while he's down, you know, because <laughs> I, I would gloat if we won, right? So so y'all kick a dog. Kick me down. Beat me down. Beat me up. 30 to 16. Uh, and if you think that Teddy Bridgewater is the better quarterback than Dak Prescott, then, then, then fall on that sword. Uh, 19 for 28, 249 yards, one touchdown. Uh, 19 for 39, 232 yards for Dak Prescott and two touchdowns and one INT. Uh, Jay Will, uh, he, he ran the hell out of that ball. And if you think that Jay Will is better than Ezekiel Elliott, you, you can roll with that too. Uh, 17 carries for 111 yards, uh, 10 carries for 51. And this was the uh, receiving type of game. And if you think, you know, because I get it, you know, when you win, you get you get you pump up your chest, and everybody's better. Uh, uh, Patrick four reception for eighty five yards. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys leading receiver was Dalton Schultz for four reception for fifty four. This game right here was a tale of time of possession. They said, okay, the number one offense, you can't be the number one offense if we're running the ball and we're getting you guys on quick three and outs. We're not going to give you momentum. We're going to take your heart and rip it out of your chest, and we're going to make all of the Cowboy Nation cry because we're not going to give you the ball. We're going to play a good game of keep away. And they did just that. And uh, shout out to both of these boys right here. Averaging, he averaged 6.5 yards per carry. Ooh. I don't know what button I can press, but 6.5. Murderous. Murderous roll. Oh, hey, 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 on top of that, this dude had 21 carries for 80 yards. So, the, look, 
if when we look at everything and we collectively look at everything, the Cowboys got pretty much outcoached by that Denver Broncos team. They came with an A plan, and then when the A plan didn't work, they had a B and a C plan that was better than ours. Come, get it, you know, buffet coming, yeah. Yeah, Don, Pablo, what's good? Definitely a trap game. I just don't agree with the trap game philosophy, I, I, and I, I understood what Coach was saying, but I don't think that any of those boys that's in that locker room, and especially you can probably hear or see it from the sounds of the sideline. Any of those guys slept on the actual Denver Broncos. It just that they were not on the same page, and I believe that I give a most of that to the continuity of that offensive line just not being on the same page. And then, of course, Dak Prescott never getting in rhythm. Look, it was, it was such a bad situation. Normally, we see Cedric Wilson at least throw the ball. Look, the offensive coordinator – Supposed to at least say, okay, hey, my playmakers are not being able to get the ball. Let me get it comfortable at least enough for my offense to get in rhythm. And what they do, they, they end up doing an end around or something like that. Normally, you say, let me get the ball in my playmaker's hand, even if it's a direct snap to the 88. Now, you can say that the, the coaching staff, the coaching staff, we're not on the same page. New offensive front. No plays that really you got to take a little to get a lot. All of this stuff was big chunks down the field. That's that that's that's like what they say in basketball. You live by the three, you die by the three. That is what we seen today. You live by the three, you die by the three. But sometimes you got to look at it like this. Let me get a little. Let me get a little to make it a lot. Yeah, they've been saying trap game since week two. Trap game, trap game, trap game. Yeah, that's us. There's, I've never seen a, a, a 500 team or above being equate or equivalent to a trap game. I played many football. It's all. It's all a trap game is when you play against a team that's only won one game, that only won two games, or, 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 or just coming off of a multiple loss or losing streak. That is what we call equate or equivalent to a trap game. Look up the definition of a trap game and come back and, and, and post it in the comment box. Matter of fact, post it in the comment box so that we can finally be all on the same page. Dessert. It's still on commercial. Matter of fact, let's pull this up right now so, so that people can get the definition right. Trap game is a game played against an opponent generally deemed to be easy to, to defeat. As a result, a person or a team may not prepare enough thoroughly. Now, where in the game plan that we looked at and said, this is the easy to defeat a team that's number 10 against in passing, passing defense, right? Oh, excuse me. They killed us with time of possession. That team in every situation, let me put in trap game NFL. There, there is no set of definition precisely. To constitute a trap game, but where? But here's a loose, a, 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 I guess, a loose explanation: a game in which a playoff contender faces a losing team, a losing team. That's where I kill everybody with just raw education of the English language. Was the Denver Broncos a losing team? That's all I want to know. That's the root word. That's the rudiment of everything. It said, when the playoff contender faces a losing team. Where was the Denver Broncos a losing team? 
I'm away. What was their record? You know, people on Twitter are like, oh, it's a dumb rule and all that. And I'm like, no, it's a rule. <laughs> That's a rule. Dumber, dumber it's a not. Dumb it's a rule. rule. That's a dumb Everybody rule. knows the rules going yeah. into the game. Yeah, it's just that. That's those are the things that happen to you. I mean, when you watch these games enough, you see like crazy things that happen, and so yeah, you just you just got to make sure that the problem with that, and it was a tremendous block. I mean, it was just well executed. Stay off, you know. Stay, and it was Malik Turner, right? Malik Turner. I mean, he yeah, had a heck of a, a game. Heck of a game. But yeah, it does a great job, stays off the punter, but the ball, when it deflected, it didn't go backwards. It went forward. And, you know, that's that's sometimes the problems that you run into is when that ball goes beyond the line of scrimmage and you know, you're trying to you're trying to go make a play, you know, Wright's trying to make a play, he's going up, you know, and but the ball hits him, it kind of goes to his hands, hits his face mask and you know, those are the things you you have to deal with. I wonder if, well, I can only tell y'all two plus two is four. If y'all want me to lie to kick it to y'all, I gave y'all the definition of a trap game. For those who said if it's a trap game, this is not me being aggressive. This is me being right. This is me being right. That's all I'm saying. So y'all leave y'all y'all leave the word trap game out of your mind. I'm right. It wasn't a losing team. That's all I'm saying. Let me know where I was wrong. I'm right. Y'all wrong. Face it. Special teams, crafty guys, they kind of know how to take advantage. This was just an unfortunate play because instead of the ball going backwards, the ball went forwards, and, and that's, and that's the, uh, the problem you have. At the end of the day, as the Cowboys have a disappointing loss here to the Broncos, surprising disappointing, 30-16, to 16, they get two late touchdowns in this game, but we're getting shut out basically the majority of the football game. Brian, I think so much of this goes back to just the first couple of you know, drives and possessions for both of these football teams where the Cowboys, they turned over on downs on two consecutive possessions. They were really bad on third and short and fourth and short. Mm-hmm. But downs, downs, punt, punt, punt. You, you mentioned yeah. this. That, that's, your, that's your first half yep. offensive possessions for one of the best offenses in football. Yeah, they just super, super bad offensively today. No rhythm to it. I think the play caller was off a little bit. You know, they, they were... You know, we could talk about shuffling around. They felt like their best opportunity was to move Steele over to left tackle. It wasn't, you know, he struggled today. And, you know, and heck, Lyle Collins for that struggled as too. You know, like I said, late in the game, he had a holding penalty. He had a false start. False start. That, that's when you're tired. You get to a point, you know, you're like, okay, I'm gassed. I'm gassed a little bit. I'm not concentrating. You know, his technique was so bad on that play. But yeah, with Steele now, if you know, if you're gonna go forward in these games and you're gonna, you know, try and get another week's worth of rest for uh, for Lyle Collins, or excuse me, for Tyron, Tyron Smith. Smith, you better find ways to kind of maybe help help Terrence Steele along the way, much like you did against the Chargers, you know, or you know, because you you really kind of threw him out there one on one in a lot of different. Uh, opportunities. Post game show brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Start with top brands like Adidas, Shimano, Rawlings, Columbia, all at guaranteed low prices. Like you've never seen, visit them. No, I'm just, I'm just really, I'm really mad right about now. I'm really mad. Seven eight one one zero five three. You can call or text that number eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Does this loss change your opinion for this team this season? No, no, no. It really doesn't. You know, I mean, you're going to have bad games along the way. You know, it, I, I think that. For me, there's there's things that you know when Dallas has success, we can talk about how they have success. You know, 
there, there's 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 plenty of going forward of seeing like oh, okay when they're throwing the ball when they're running the ball when they have balance when they're they're being creative and all that you know there's ways now th- some some fears came to light and you saw exactly remember last week Ari I told you the Minnesota game what did I worry about three and outs yeah I yep. worried about the three and outs because I it felt stresses the defense it stresses the defense I thought we saw that I was just a week too early on that you're right because I didn't but I didn't think that I didn't think the Broncos could stress you like this I, I kind of felt like though that the, the the Minnesota Vikings could but man like I said Total, you know, hey, you know, they did a great job. The Broncos did a great job running the football. Bridgewater was efficient throwing the football. Their receivers, though, you know, with Patrick and stuff like that, heck, it wasn't even Cortland Sutton that hurt you. Or Judy. I mean, Judy had a productive game. But, you you know, you look at the situation with the way, you know, with the, with the, uh, with uh, Tim Patrick. You know, and we talked about That's this on 105 through the fan. Jeff Cavanaugh, who's my wide receiver whisperer. He was saying, hey, it's Tim Patrick guy. you got to kind of watch him. And I was thinking, ah, no, it's the other guys that I'm more concerned about. But we, what He was we, right. Yeah, but what we saw... Looked like Jerry Rice out there. Yeah, but what we saw Shoot. today were our fears. That was our fears of if you don't have offensive production, efficiency, and scoring, I mean, that those 35 points a game... That, that that hides a lot of things that can go wrong for you today. Well, and to your point, I mean, the first drive of the game was a, essentially three and out. You turn it over on down, so it's a four and out. The second possession, you had nine plays, yeah. but then you you have a three and out in the following possession, a three and out in the next possession, and then a four and out. You have a first down on the first play, and then and then you and then you punt after that. Then a four and out uh, turnover on downs, punt after three and out, Recipe interception after four plays. So I mean. Then you have the two possessions at the end where you get two touchdowns. Yeah. So aside from that, basically every possession was a three and out. Yeah. It was, you know, you were bad on fourth down, as we all know. 0 for 4. And you were bad on third down. You were 5 of 13 today on third down. And that's usually your bread and butter. You're usually pretty good on first down, usually pretty good on third down. Something's going on with this team, though, when it comes to this third and one and fourth and one running game stuff. Yeah. That's something that you that like if McCarthy likes to go for it, if that's going to be the mantra, and that's okay. If he wants to go for it, I mean, hey, that's that's good. Set it up but on a third sure down. Make sure on those fourth and ones and fourth and, and third and ones and whatever that you make sure you get those first downs. So what do you think is the issue? Because you're right, it seems like in short yard situations, yeah, they, they have brutal. Yeah, it's like it's like at times you you just. You know, when it gets to be football in a phone booth, shoe to shoe in there, you know, you've got to make sure you get hat on hat. And they had some leakage today. It's a couple of different times where we've seen them have the third, fourth down runs, and they get that leakage, and then all of a sudden, boom, the plays, the plays stopped or no gain or over on downs. I mean, there's. I kind of felt like though with you know maybe this is what it's going to take. It's going to take Lyle Collins being back. And Tyron Smith, we've yet to see this Cowboy offensive line completely play all together, but it also might have something to do, too, with your tight ends at the point of attack as well. You just don't mean, you, you could talk about, you know, if you just can't get push or you can't sustain blocks at tight end, you can't sustain block maybe at left guard, you maybe can't, and maybe in this game when we watch the All-22, maybe the left tackle didn't sustain blocks or the center mm. get up on the second level. There's a lot of things that go into third and one and fourth and one offense. Yeah, it's interesting because they're one of the best rush offenses in the NFL. You know, in terms of their their yards per carry average, this has been a big play offense. It you're right, it's football in a phone booth. And the other thing too is a lot of times we've seen the Cowboys have success 
with with kill shots on third and short or fourth and short. Right. And and Cedric Wilson. Now I don't know. Again, Brad, the ball's coming down to where we are into the press. I thought that ball was tipped. I thought it was tipped. I'm looking forward to going back to seeing if if it was. When uh, maybe we can see that later. That and then you know, and then there were a couple of other opportunities where you got Ceedee Lamb down the field. I think it was a third and one where they took a shot down the field. Ceedee Lamb's wide open. Dak misses the throw. So I mean, it, it, it the people will complain about that and say it's short yardage run the ball. Well, they haven't been that successful short yardage running the ball, and they have been with the kill shots on third and short. Yeah, there looked like one too where Dak had a chance from our end of it. it looked like Dak had some green in front of him and could have ran and got the first down and then got down, but then tried to make a throw down the field to Lamb and it was incomplete. Pressing, pressing. All right, let's pause ten seconds for station identification. You're listening to the Dallas Cowboys. Appreciate them boys over there. One hundred five point three to fan uh, the. Running attack, Ezekiel Elliott actually averaged 5.1 yards per carry, uh, but he only had 10 attempts. So uh, I, do, I believe due to his injury, uh, that, that kind of hurt us tremendously. Uh, Tony Pollard, uh, that big drop by Tony Pollard was a major eyesore. I mean, those drive killers, man, uh, can, can really change the makeup of the game. And that was a real bad situation for us, Cowboy Nation. I had to turn the comments off, man. Boy, I had to turn the comments off. It was too many, too many coming at me. Um, and I, when, I'm, when I'm mad like that, you know, I don't, I don't want y'all to be, uh, <laughs> I don't want you guys to be uh, all angry and upset at my passion because it, it goes beyond these four walls in here. I guarantee you that. But at the end of the day, uh, the Cowboys got to retool themselves and refocus in. And if you if you're going to be risque, if you're going to be risque, then you got to plan it ahead. So if you're going to go for it, if you already have your mindset that I'm going to go for it on fourth down, making sure that you create the play for third down to equip that. That's all I'm saying on that one. Uh, we did a harbor job. Today, he did a nice job of playing. Yeah, and look again. I mean, defense did not play great, but you sort of look at some of the stats over the course of the season, and this is this is kind of what this defense is. Yeah. They're going to give up some big plays down the field. We've seen that against passing offenses. They're going to give up some plays in the running game. I, I think they're middle of the pack in terms of their scoring defense. This is probably a little bit more than they're used to giving up. But the difference here was the offense. I think I think if you want to blame the defense for this game, you're missing the point here. This is a team that's built to win an offense. This is about a explosive offense getting average defense and so far this year that's what they've done at times above average in this game though it was probably a little bit below average it's the offense though that was anything cl- nothing close yeah, to average. offense was no help today but defense i mean how many times did i felt like i circled plus 14 plus 19 plus 11 plus 12 those are the yards like after a catch or an after a run there were a couple of times there where like they ran the ball on the edge and they completely caved everything down inside. There was no alley player to make a play right there. Do you think that they found something offensively against the Cowboys on the edge? Because it did seem like anytime they ran to the perimeter, they were really oh, successful. Oh no, oh, they, they, they just did a they great job. Their flats. tackles and tight ends did a great job of just making sure sealing sealing that edge. We talked about how the the Cowboys defensively were going to have to be better against the run, especially on the edge, and 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 Denver took really big advantage of that. All right, let's hear from Micah Parsons, who, again, two and a half sacks, three tackles for loss in this game. Here's Micah he Parsons did a good game, after the game. Micah, this performance defensively seemed uncharacteristic from, from you guys as a group this year. Can you just talk about what happened and, and what you felt you didn't do out there as a group? Uh, I feel like we didn't stop the run as well as we did last week. Um, I feel like... But yeah, it was. I feel like Denver played a really good job, really good game plan for us. And uh, today, I just felt like we just got out hit today. When you 
you say, oh, sorry. When you say a good game plan, what did they do that you weren't expecting them to do? Uh, I just think they just came out and played harder than we did. Uh, I think Denver really came here and uh, they was ready to play. I feel like we just got to do better all around. Was that strange to be a part of, given how your team has been playing this year, to look up and it's 30 to nothing? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, we rely so much on each other, offense, defense. All right, let's go to Dak Prescott at the podium right now. Uh, they switched we got beat. So quick. We got we got thumped in every aspect of the game, uh, especially on offense. Uh, didn't get it going. I mean, we scored a couple of touchdowns there um, in late time, but I mean, uh, never got going. I missed some throws. Uh, we didn't throw and catch the ball uh, as as we normally do, and. Um, just, yeah, wasn't our best performance by any means. Obviously, our worst of the year. And credit to those guys. I mean, it's the NFL. Those guys uh, get paid to do this and play at a high level. And they came in here and were more prepared for this game and uh, did a great job, did better than we did, and just beat us, plain and simple. Dad, how did two weeks away from, like, real game speed, how did that impact you today? I mean, obviously, I wasn't as clean as, as I normally am um, or as, as I have been. Uh, Tough to say and blame that. I mean, I spent a lot of time off and came back in the first game different. So uh, I'm not going to sit there and blame two weeks when, when I had a great week of practice that I, that I had under my belt coming into this one. Uh, I just missed some throws and um, we just weren't our normal selves in the passing game. And when we needed to be, we we didn't we didn't execute. How did your calf feel now? And how did it hold up during the game? Held up fine. Uh, it was great. I mean, did a lot of moving, did a lot of scrambling there, getting outside of the pocket. No issues. I hadn't felt it. Um, I'm fine. What things did they do that caused you the most problems? I mean, they were more physical than us. I think this is the first time all year that we weren't the more physical team. But to say that they did something we weren't expecting or we weren't ready for, um, to say that they did something to stop us, uh, they're more physical. We didn't execute, as I said. We didn't throw in catches the way we've done all season long. And um, on those third downs and even in the fourth downs when we needed to execute, I missed a throw. We, we dropped some passes, and we weren't clean. Uh, and, and it starts with me, and we'll be able to move forward from this and, and uh, learn from this. Um, but credit to those guys. How shocked are you that you guys have a performance like this where you're on flag? You One more time. How shocked are you to have a performance like this on the team? Yeah, I mean, definitely shocked. Uh, as I said, they whooped us on every aspect. They, they beat us. And... Um, that, that's not something you ever, you ever think about or ever envision happening, um, but something we'll learn from. We'll learn from um, every, every aspect of it, offense, defense, special teams, situationally especially, and uh, we've just got to be better. We've got to play a cleaner game. We've got to start faster in a noon game like this, and they, they did a better job at it and got on us and got on us fast. And uh, Yeah, and we were playing from behind, and we weren't able to, 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 to do anything. Did you feel it was important for you to stay in all the way to the end because the offense was struggling so much and you needed to kind of get something going going into the next game? Say the beginning of that? Uh, the, the fact that, I mean, you're coming off an injury, but you play right through till the end. Was part of that because the offense was struggling so much and you guys needed to get something going? Or is this? Uh, I mean, there, there was game left out there to be played. I don't think I ever, never crossed my mind that I was coming out of the game. Uh, and I, think if somebody would have tried to make that decision, I would have told him I wasn't. Um, yeah, we needed to get something going. We needed to get some, some energy, some momentum. Uh, we need to show our fight, our resiliency, uh, something that, that's won us a lot of games. And 
um, when, when we're getting beat like that, you know, you've got to show your character. Um, and I, I think that's what that starts with all of us staying in the game and fighting to the end and trying to get some momentum or something going just to, to take from this game. And um, yeah, I never thought about ever coming out of that. Yeah, I don't think it was tipped. I think I got ready to throw it on the crossing route, saw the guy's hands up, and I think I just tried to change my arm angle at the last second and threw it what at his ankles. And uh, at that point, I mean, was hoping said maybe made a catch. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't miss those throws. Those, those, those are throws that I've worked on a long time, whether I'm moving my feet or whether I'm able, not able to get my back leg through or just finding a way to make that throw um, is something that, as I said, I work, I work hard on. And, um, yeah, it pisses, pisses me off when, you, when I miss a throw like that. And that's a big fourth down early in the game that uh, we, can, we can keep going and move forward and get a touchdown. I think it just changed the whole um, – the whole way that this game this game plays and goes from there, if I if I complete that and we we're able to stay on the no third doubt. And fourth down. No doubt. Fourth and one. It seemed like you could have run for it, but you saw CD and you tried to make a bigger play down the field. Mm. You remember that when it, 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 it was over <laughs> CD. Yeah, I mean, uh, I definitely remember the play. Uh, came back. CD has a has a little return route. Um, when I got back to him, he had turned and threw his hand up and. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously there, there was a whole player that was starting to make his way towards me. I mean, maybe I probably could have, I could have ran. Now looking back at it, um, but at the time, I mean, I was just trying to get it to CD and make a big play and uh, just put too much on it. And some of that, yeah, I mean, as I said, I missed some throws and some throws and some on some crucial downs and can't have that. What do y'all need to do over the next week to ensure that against the Falcons you're the more physical team? Yeah, I think everybody just has to be accountable for, for what just happened. Um, you win as a team and you lose as a team. And I think uh, the leader starts with the leaders. Uh, we're not looking and asking the coaches to, to do something different. Um, we've got to be more physical. We've got to uh, take accountability in this loss and make sure that we come in Wednesday or come in tomorrow, excuse me, and make sure that we move, we move forward from this, learn from it, and then come in Wednesday and have a great day of practice and make sure that this, uh, this is something that we learn from and, and uh, this feeling sucks and make sure that we, we don't feel this again. I love that part, baby. The, the throw, the second one. Your calf had nothing to do with that one. No, my calf had nothing to do with the whole game. The last time you guys were kind of bogged down offense was against the Chargers. They have a similar style of defense as this. Is, is there a blueprint out there to, to hmm. that they're putting out there on you guys? To, to no, I would. I, I wouldn't say so by any means. I mean, think if you look at the Chargers game, we only got three possessions pretty much in the second half. So I wouldn't say that we're just bogged down. Um, I hope teams play us like this for the rest of the year, to be honest. This was just not a great game by us. This wasn't who we normally are. And as I said, we're going to learn from it. Uh, as this didn't, I think Coach said it great, great in the locker room. They said in the tape that you just you throw away. We, we learn a lot from it and we move forward. But um, we've got to be accountable for our mistakes and not playing, that, playing like up to our standard and our expectations. And uh, we'll make sure that we get it cleaned up and, and uh, get better. My point, my point, yo. Yeah. Getting too high on themselves. Do you guys allow that to happen to yourselves a little bit in the last week? I don't know. Um, I mean, at this point, right after this game, and, and we start the way we did, and we just weren't weren't able to get anything going and got beat on all three phases, I would say uh, maybe. Uh, when we won a game like we did last week on, on the road against the – uh, in a tough environment um, with everything going against us, uh, I think sometimes you think you can just roll out there and get it done. Um, even when the adversity hits, I don't think there's really ever a point, maybe until the last few minutes in the game, where we didn't think that we we're going to be able to get something going to win this game. And uh, then when that sinks in, you just realize it's the NFL. This is a tough business. Um, you got to give those guys on the other sideline a lot of credit. 
the, the players, the coaches, the organization for coming out here and being ready to play and handing it to us. For that reason, can today help you? For sure. I, I mean, I think think one of you asked me right this week uh, about learning from a loss, and I said you don't we don't have to lose to learn from it. But uh, when you, when you do lose and you have the negatives, you got to take positive from it, and mm. we'll make sure that we take a lot from this. And as I said, for one, just um, the feeling in the locker room. I, I, a lot of guys were hurt. A lot of guys were upset. I mean, we just we we got beat, and that's not something that we're, we we've become used to at this point. I mean, we're um, we're a focused team. We're a brotherhood. Nobody liked it, and we'll, we'll learn from it in every aspect to make sure that that, that we grow. We become better. Um, we're accountable for it, and we move forward. Was it early fourth down misses add confidence to the defense, whether it was a, a, you know a throw that you've made a thousand times or things like that? Do you think that that boosted them a little bit when they got those stops? I mean, sure. I'm sure it does, but uh, it doesn't take confidence away from us, but we still, I mean, on the second, uh, the second fourth down, as we said, we still had an opportunity. Um, well, that was the second one I missed the throw, right? Uh, on the third one, um, we still have an op- had an opportunity to convert and missed another throw, so I mean, it, it wasn't about their confidence more um, as much as it was about just our lack of execution uh, in critical situations. You have a game like we talk about mental toughness so much. When you have a game like this, where all three phases seem like they have a ton going wrong, how hard is it to fight off frustration in an atmosphere like that? Yeah, it's tough. Um, it's tough, especially when you start the second half like that. And you, you, I mean, you block a punt, you think that you're getting there, getting it there, and then it comes to the we touched it. Uh, it's tough, but that, that's what you have to lean on our leaders and lean on the brotherhood and just the, the camaraderie and um, everything that we've created just to be able to. Um, as KZ said, have surfboard shoulders, right? Let it go and, and duck, duck on the water's back, move forward and um, stay in the neutral, stay in the neutral thinking and to make sure that we're not too high or too low in those type of moments. And um, we just focus on getting right back to where we need to be and um, having an opportunity to make a play the next time. Is there ever a point when you need to climb out of a hole like this that staying neutral isn't enough to get the energy you need? No, I mean, I think you always have to stay neutral, honestly, um, because because you're too high, I think you're going to press. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You're too positive thinking you're going to press. You're going to try to make something happen that may not just be there. Um, so I think it's always great to be in that neutral. In a game like this, it's tough. As I said, those guys on the other side are, are, are great players. They're, they're well coached as well. So um, when you're in the neutral thinking, you're able to understand that, that there could be something bad happening and uh, you're pushing for the good, but you've got to stay there and stay focused and, um, yeah, not get off balance. Here, can you recall a game like this where things just didn't go your way? How did they get out of play? This yeah. stuff didn't go your way. Indianapolis, 2018, up there. Um, I'd probably say it's about the only time. And, uh, yeah, I mean, well, we didn't even score, score in that game. So I think wow. that was about the only time. I mean, just to be able to get a couple of touchdowns here late makes it a little different than that game because you're, you're able to get on the scoreboard. But... They're very similar in just the sense of Ooh, not getting yeah, anything going, getting outplayed, and uh, just getting beat. Yo. The team today wasn't what you wanted, but speaking of that late game, what did it mean for Malik to get those couple touchdowns? Yeah, it's great. I mean, that's a guy that um, was came off injury injury reserve early in the year and um, just has been selfless and has been accountable in every aspect of the game and just trying to make sure that he helps this offense or this team, special teams, and doing everything that he can. And, I mean, he came up big right there uh, just late in the game and being able to come in, playing playing while we're on the ball, being tired, making some big plays and big catches. And uh, that, that's, that, that says a lot just about this team and just the overall from uh, top to bottom. Thanks, you guys. Thank you.
Man. There's Dak Prescott, the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Certainly one of his uh, worst performances, maybe of his career. We've got some numbers to back that up as well. We'll get into that. Plus, something I think very interesting that he said there that I want to get your thoughts on, Brian. This is the Dallas Cowboys postgame show. Broncos 30, Cowboys 16 at AT&T Stadium with the Super Bowl winning former NFL scout Brian Broaddus. I'm Ari Temkin, and you're listening to the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Shout out to Ari Temkin and uh, Brian Broaddus. Uh, I remember um, the uh, the Colts game, and, and for him to recall that game as one of his worst games is a an amazing storyline because when you think about it, they played just like that game. Y'all remember, it was a touchdown that was dropped by Jameez Olawale. You know, uh, it was it was one of those type of games, too. Early, we kind of moved the ball well, got, got all the way down there, and that was the last time we saw the field uh, as it relates to the red zone opportunity. So if, if you want to do any comparisons, analysis, that, yeah, that was a good game. Marlon Mack was running left and running right, and – that was a horrible game for us, and uh, I don't think we scored at all that game. Did we leave with only six points or three points or zero points or something like that? But uh, uh, everyone dropped the ball today. Yeah, Nilex, appreciate you. Um, this this was a horrible game for, for, from our eyes on the quarterback end. And, and just like I believe one of the reporters brought up a brilliant point, and I didn't even think to look at it this way. Live actions in T in two zero points. William, appreciate you. Uh, live action for Dak Prescott in two weeks. So two weeks off from live reactions of the uh, game. Uh, and I'm not using excuse. I'm not using excuses. We lost. We we holding the L. If I could put an L right in my hand, that would be where the L is at. And I got the bird right here that I can't stand. I want to. I want to really. Get that bird out of the way. He was moving around earlier, but he he stands still like right there. Uh, so we had zero points in that game. And, and what I liked from what Dak Prescott just lamented was the exact same thing. Like the little two little touchdowns at the end or what have you, uh, that, that wasn't really nothing to bring home to because you can literally argue the fact that um, that that this team really had 30-0. to zero. Uh, shout out to you, Erica. Appreciate you. Gallup and Gillimore need to uh, quit crying about the female parts and play. <laughs> uh, dumb to move 78 to right tackle uh, where he was playing when he was great with 71 uh, at left tackle in LSU. Um, this is by far Dak Prescott's worst game, and I appreciate you. Uh, Dak Prescott's worst game. This is by far Terrence Steele's worst game since last season, right? And this is by far uh, the wide receivers as a committee. Worst game, period. You know, uh, when we go across the board and we look at everything. Let me see if they're on commercial break still. You're still on commercial break. But this is by far, period. All of the wide receivers that had a horrible game. Um I think our leading receiver was Schultz, and, and even he had a, a, a hiccup here and there. So uh, we're going back to the drawing board. We're going to make sure that we iron out everything. And I agree. Uh, let's not change the horse in the middle of the race. Of course, I get it. You know, uh, it's been five games. The last time we – look, put it like this. The last time we lost – Lyle Collins was at right tackle. You know what I'm saying? So, and, oh, excuse me, we lost today. And I'm telling you guys right now, I'm not putting the loss on Lyle Collins. At some point, he got to get his playing legs up under him. And one thing that I can tell you guys from the OC breakdown, 
and from the person that actually put his hands to put his hands on Lyle Collins and and Terrence Steele, Duke Mannyweather. When Duke Mannyweather, when I talked to him this weekend, he literally said that he had these reservations. And we can literally see, if you go back and look at the OC's film breakdown, his name is Charles, he's the OC on the final word. And if you go listen to what Boss Cowboy had to say, I'm not finna get into the nuances of feet movement and everything, but you can see that Terrence still have quicker feet and his extensions of his arms. He don't allow the opposition to get inside his frame. And I'm not sitting here saying that one is better than the other. But what Brian Broaders just said earlier is that Collins looked a little slow. He looked a little sloppy. He looked like he was, hey, my feet, I'm dragging. He didn't set right. So those are from their observation that all 22 will be out this week. Hopefully the Cowboys can look back at the tape and they say, okay, these are the things that we have to improve on. These are the things that we must work and to become better at the end of the day. Now, I can't let Dak Prescott off the hook as well. Dak Prescott, it's been two weeks since he's been in front of live action, and it's going to take a game or so. And the sacrificial lamb for this game was this game, believe it or not. But let's listen to more of what these guys have to say. Really disappointing and surprising loss for the Cowboys here after having won. Come on. Uh, this is beautiful. Let Mike McCarthy go. Yeah. Or more on car insurance. All right, let's go to the phones. 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. Let's talk with Sam in Weatherford. Go ahead, Sam. You're on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Yeah, I think uh, I think we just totally jinxed ourselves. I think that everybody was expecting us to go out there and absolutely crush the Broncos. And I think that even on the team, they were expecting to just go in there, make four or five touchdowns, go home. And and I think we honestly just kind of cursed ourselves. We shot ourselves in the foot. Yeah, it's funny. Even the Bronco people thought they were going to lose the game. <laughs> just in our pregame show? Uh, yeah, I did. I've been I, – I listened to the whole game with you guys, so. Yeah, well, I pre- no, we appreciate you doing it. Yeah, even the Bronco people yeah. probably I, – I guarantee you their postgame show right now is talking about, you know, where's this team been all year. Right. Because they, they, right. they, did, they did a great job. It wasn't about jinxing. They kicked your ass. That's pretty much what it was. I mean, they physically beat you up up front, and they took advantage. I mean, they ran the football really well. They had some timely passes. You know, some guys made some big plays for them. I mean, that, that's, they did to you what you normally do to people. That's, that's what their, their recipe today was exactly what you should have done to them. Instead, they, they turned it around yeah, on you. I think a prevailing thought from Cowboys fans is it just no-showed this game, sleepwalking. Yeah. You know, they, they, they felt a little bit too good about themselves, read the press clippings. That's kind of the, 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 what seems to be the prevailing thought here, and I think you're right. Like, no, they just, they just punched you in the mouth, and they kept doing it, and you yeah. didn't do anything to respond yeah, to that. Yeah, the Cowboys, have, have, you know, have been, they played well. They had a 6-1 record is a really good record. You know, you go on the road last week, and you win with your backup quarterback, and you know, you hold a, a a pretty good offense into you know into one of thirteen or whatever on third down. You kind of expected the same thing. You didn't expect the you know, you know the people that we were talking about all you know with the Broncos all week long were saying, listen, this team, you know, it's fool's gold. They don't play well. They don't do this. They don't do that. You know, they, hey, they put it together today. You know, they really, really did. They they did exactly what they had to do. There's some talented players over there. You felt like that you probably had more talent than them, but. 
you know, that doesn't always get you the victory. Just rolling your helmet Facts. out there doesn't do that. Facts. And even the, the Broncos um, uh, person we had on the pregame show mentioned, you know, I said they're second. By. And I said they're, they yeah. have the second-ranked scoring defense, yeah. 17 points a game. Cowboys get 16 here right it's, on their average. It's like, no, 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 no. Don't let, don't, don't let <laughs> right. that fool you. These are people that have watched their team play all year. I mean, seriously, they are probably wondering, like, where has this right. team been all year? And sometimes it happens to you that way. Sometimes it does. You know, when you're not, when you get thrown off rhythm, when you miss, you know, fourth down calls, when you, and I was glad that Dak admitted that he threw the ball short. I thought the ball was tipped Tip, from my yeah. seat, my you know, in the I press box at the end, and Brad Sham said, no, no, it wasn't tipped. I'm like, right. oh, okay, it seemed like it was tipped, because I've never seen Dak miss a pass that bad. Right, right. You know, that's right. a pass that is, you know, and, you know, you just, you had some really unfortunate, you know, kind of some unforced errors, drops. Miss passes, miss tackles, you know, and then that the block punt. You do everything right, but secure the football. You know, early in the game, yeah, you know, I think highlighting some of the big plays. There was a nine point swing brought us. They yeah. had a, they had a fourth and two a situation. Maybe at that point you kick the, the field, field goal yeah. from where you are on the field. They don't. They have to go for it. They miss. Then Denver goes right down the field and scores. Now they missed the extra point there. Yeah. But, I mean, you mentioned this to me in the press box. That, that's a nine-point swing nine right point there. nine-point play right there, yeah. And, you know, I mean, yeah. hey, I understand McCarthy going for it. I understand analytics people that tell you, you know, I mean, I got all over Mike about, like, hey, it's fourth down and three down there against Tampa. You know, you're playing Tom Brady. Right. you got to go. And I think there's certain times and places for the go, and I'm not going to be critical of him going for it. Now, I will be critical of he went for it on fourth down, didn't get it, and then he got the ball back after the missed field goal. And then he had another opportunity to go for it again and punted, and then they took seven minutes and 30 seconds Ooh. off the clock. That killed Both us. in the 40. Yeah. One was oh, fourth and one. The other yeah. was fourth and six. The problem yeah. is you're better in fourth and six than you are in fourth yeah. and one. I kind of felt like, though, that you, you said it was a three-possession game. You know, I'm thinking, well, if you punt it to him right there, you know, but, you know, you, you – you, Probably did the right thing by punting it, but you probably should have punted it the first time and then went for it, you know, on the second time. All right, eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Let's talk to Will in Dallas at eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Go ahead, Will. You're on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Yo yo yo. Uh, all right, uh, quick and easy. Uh, man, we got hit in the mouth. Sure. And uh, and and back and and, and uh, Kellen Moore. We came out cold. We came out throwing the ball. With that fifty-yard run with Pollard in the beginning of kickoff, like let, let's set the tone. We 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 run first the uh, offense and that that defense. Jerry Jones, where's your money at? Where's your money at? You see what the Rams are doing? You see what the Rams are doing? They're paying all that money for players on that defense, and they want to win. He says he wants to win. Pay your money. Pay up. Pay the players. Get the players. Go get the players. That's it, man. I'm hot. It's easy. To Appreciate say the phone call. Started off as go get Von Miller. Started off kind of as a minute he went after the offensive coordinator. Okay, then he meandered on the road down to the and I I get it, man. I get it. Every and the loss, we're all everybody's frustrated by the loss. And he's right though about the the part I do agree about the the, the, they they were hurting up on their offensive line. Their offensive line was beat up, but man, they they did a great job. And their defensive line, which we're talking about, didn't have much of a pass rush. But your offense, your offense's inability to score points and sustain drives, yeah. it exposed your defense. 
And that's exactly this. Th- you couldn't draw it up any more perfect to me. If you're a Bronco, if you're a Bronco fan, you're thinking like, man, okay, how are we going to win this football game today? Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna we're gonna have to run the ball, and we're gonna have to be really really good on third down. Yeah, and we're, and we're going to have to make some plays because they were Dallas is a big play offense. They limited your big plays. On on the flip side, they were the ones that were making the big plays. Like I told you, I can't tell you how many times on my notepad I circled plus fourteen, plus fifteen, plus nineteen, plus twenty five, yeah. and some of those were runs. Some like twelve yard runs, ten yard nice. runs. You know, that's you, you, you know, if you're playing defense, you can't have that. The thing that I'm really interested in going back to watch this week from this film would be did the the Broncos was their approach defensively to to really limit them on first down to treat first down like a third down situation because the Cowboys have had so much success with that early down yeah. success rate, that really important first metric. First and second down. Don't yeah. don't get to third down. Yeah. And and the Cowboys were so bad on first down in particular, I mean, I charted their first down plays, 8 of 15 passing for 60 yards and a touchdown. That was late in this one on first down plays, throwing the football. Dak also took a sack. 8 of 15 for 60 yards plus a sack on Dak Prescott. It's brutal. So I do wonder if there was just a greater emphasis on stopping them on first, limiting the production of first down, because the, maybe it was just the Cowboys limiting themselves on first down, and it wasn't anything the Broncos did defensively. But that's... Uh, that's the one thing where it's like, oh, man, if defenses look at this game film and see, well, how do teams limit this explosive offense? It's making sure that you treat first down like it's a third down or a fourth down. Yeah. You want to know where this game, I think, was really won and lost? Where? Yeah, where, the one, the one stat that always is so telling, and, and it maybe in a, in a passing era, it really is, you know, like when it happens, you're like, oh, okay, I get it, because it talks about physicality. Mm. The, the Broncos had 12 first downs rushing. Think about that. They had they had twenty three for the game and twelve of them. Wow. Half of them were running the football. Did the Cowboys even have twelve first downs in this game? The Cowboys had fourteen. They only had two first downs wow. rushing the football. Yeah, that's a great. Stat. So that's what I'm saying. When you start to talk about how do you lose games, to me, when when you can get the ability to run the football, look at the Cowboys. Look how the Cowboys have won Very six true. games. It's true. the balance. It's been the really the really good balance that they've been able to have. That time when, when Dak the the numbers for Dak might not be gaudy, but they're good enough. And then all of a sudden you get Pollard and Zeke. And I'm not saying you have to run the football every snap, but I think the, I think today for the Broncos it definitely won them the football game. All right, eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. That's the number you can call or text to get into the post game show. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Let's talk with Colby and Rowlett. Go ahead, Colby. You're on the Dallas Cowboys post game show. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Um, How are you? Kind of picking back. Good, man. Well, not so good. <laughs> uh, piggybacking on what y'all just were talking about, all week long I had listened to Brian and Jeff both tell me that Terrence Steele should have been on the other side and Lyle Collins should get his spot back. And then we go into this game, and it didn't look that great. It looked like Dak was running around for his life. And then also on the flip side, I didn't expect the Broncos to have a line because Brian told me we were going to be pass rushing all all game, and they got three of their five guys missing yeah. and playing backups, and they're just dominating us. Like you said, 12 rushing first downs. Yeah. What happened? See, that's the problem. You never could get them to the point where they had to become one-dimensional. That's where, that's where Dak and those guys, and I appreciate, by the way, listening to our show all week, but that's where, you know, when you when you're really good on offense, and I keep saying this, but the points, the first <laughs> down, you put shade. a lot of pressure on the other team's offensive coordinator. 
you, you, I've kind of felt like today, what was the most successful thing Dallas did defensively? I felt like rushing the passer. Though. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the Bridgewater made. Now it was clear that they were like, "Listen, we're gonna we're gonna play action. We're gonna play the boot, the waggle." You know, they got Albert O involved in some of the uh, underneath stuff. They did hit some plays down the field, but but it wasn't that that wasn't the right. thing. It was once they were able to run the football, you never could get after Teddy Bridgewater like you needed to get after him. So I mean, you got after him in the first series, and what did what did what was Denver's adjustment? Uh, we better find a way to try and run the football the next series. They brought Williams in, and then he ripped off like a thirty-something yard run. Well, and that was that possession after the Cowboys failed on the fourth and two. And right. I, I think that in that possession alone, they had eight carries for forty-seven yards in the touchdown. So almost yeah. six yards a carry on that drive. Yeah. And it was a, I mean, it was Javante Williams. That, it's Javante. That's what I'm saying. No, it was like they tried to run. They tried to run Gordon in the first, and they couldn't get it going. You're thinking like, oh, okay, this is right. going to be a tough game for them. And then all of a sudden they brought in Williams, and he was like running through, and he was carrying guys, and you know that that's the kind of stuff. All of a sudden it's like, whoa, maybe we can run the ball. And it was a lot of you know pulling linemen, hats on no hats. Doubt, no doubt, and, no I mean, from our end zone seats, Ari, how many times did it look like it just opened up? Yeah. I mean, it's like ball handed off and it would open up and no one would be there. I mean, Vanderesh had, you know, 12 tackles in the game. Parsons had some tackles, but more time than not, it was a orange jersey on top of a white jersey and that ball coming behind it. 877-881-1053 is the phone number. You can call or text to get in on your po- on post-game show. Cowboys follow the Broncos 30-16. to 16. Something that Dak Prescott said during his press conference. I want to get into that coming up next. Dallas Cowboys football. Appreciate everybody for watching, man. Thank those who tuned in. Uh, the Cowboys lose 30-16 to 16 against the Denver Broncos. Uh, this is a situation where you learn more from your loss. Then you're then you then actually winning. You lose and then you learn. I believe it or not. But this team right here, I know we would have wanted to win. Uh, look, my thing is, where are we in the playoff chase? We got to root for at this point. We got to root for against the Chiefs to win because the Green Bay Packers uh, is, is losing right now, and we need for them to lose. Because that would put them at seven and two, and everything else would be the same. We got, to, believe it or not, as bad as we look at home, we want to win. We still want playoff, uh, and and through the cow, going through the Cowboys, and they got to go back into this mentality of saying, okay, hey, we might have hold the L for this one, but it's in largelyhood due to the fact that we wasn't physical enough, and that's what Dak Prescott brought out. Eric, appreciate you, Law. Please check out uh, my first video. Uh, shot last night, Charles in Chicago, Cowboy Sports Report, been a fan since, uh, I guess, Super Bowl 28. I gave shots out to you and others. My wife account, my name is Charles. That got exposed versus a good secondary. Uh, Eric, appreciate you for uh, that comment there, and thank you for your donations there. Uh, I just think that Dak Prescott, like he said, he wasn't prepared, and he wish, he wish. Uh, that that most teams play him like this again. Here's another point that Dak Prescott uh, brought to the table. It was more on him. I like that because if C.D. Lamb catches that ball, if Dak Prescott didn't overshoot him by a mile, 
we will have a whole different tune, right? And I know if if was a fifth, we all be drunk. And Fuller is no one to sneeze at. Oh, Patrick Sertain Jr., he's no one to sneeze at. Justin Simmons, shout out to him. Y'all know he's one of my dogs. And Kareem Jackson, he's no one to sneeze at. So those boys, I think that the, their secondary was 10th uh, ranked in the NFL, and they did a great job today. Shout out to those boys all together. Uh, another guy, another guy that showed up too, uh, that was in the charts was the uh, linebacker from the Ohio State. What's his name, y'all? What's his name, that linebacker from Ohio State? Browning? What, what was his name? Y'all, y'all know his name. Y'all post his name in the chat box. Uh, he showed up today as well. I'm quite sure if we look up the box score, we'll see that his numbers were everywhere uh, as it relates to, like, overall numbers or what have you. He did a great job, man. Um, he did a great job, Cowboy Nation. Uh Brett Browning, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brett Brown, Byron, Byron, Byron Browning, yeah. He he from Ohio State, right? He from Ohio State, yeah. What was Byron or Brett Byron, right? Byron, Byron is his name, right? Let's look up his stuff, man, because I think that he he had a hell of a game. Let's look up his stuff. Uh, let's go right here. Shout out to Tim Patrick, man. Uh, hell of a game for him, by the way. Uh, let me move this uh this dog on crow out the way. Get out the way. Get back, get back, you know. All right, so uh, let's go. Kareem Jackson, nine total tackles, seven solos. That's great from a safety perspective or a guy that played inside as that uh, uh, covering the deeper thirds and he came down and hit and feel. Uh, this guy had six total tackles for four, four solos. Those four solos, he was flying out everywhere, browning, you know. Uh, yeah. Six foot three, two hundred and forty pounds, five solos for the season. So yeah, this was his unbelievable game right here. He was flying out to the ball everywhere. Zero sacks. They don't. They don't go a long way. But, but the, from from what I was able to see, from the limited time I was looking at number fifty six, and he played lights out today. Uh, shout out to everybody for tuning in. Uh, is Charles in Chicago Cowboy Sports Report? Law laughing out loud. I've been watching you for a minute. You the man. That 35, I don't spend on the name is Charles. On this name is Charles. Okay, appreciate you, Eric. Appreciate you. Appreciate you from Chicago Cowboy Sports. Appreciate your reports. Appreciate you. Um, <clears throat> so our offensive line coach did an awful job. This is from McNeil. I hate saying this. I absolutely Charles in Chicago. Appreciate you, Erica. Or Charles. Yeah, appreciate you. No Chicago. It's Charles. Oh, okay. It's Charles Cowboy Sport Report. I don't know, man. You, you got me mixed up, Erica. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Lee Raw, appreciate you, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm all mixed up. Somebody ain't Charles. Somebody with Chicago. It, it's something going on, but appreciate you. Charles in Chicago. <laughs> Charles. Uh, um, Charles in charge. Oh, Charles in charge, not Chicago. <laughs> hey, you messed me all up. I'm all thrown up over here. And, uh, I'm going, uh, you got me You got me worse than the, than the Cowboys wide receivers today. I can't catch nothing right now. You in charge of the Cowboys report. Okay, okay, I get you. I thank you so much. <laughs> Good grief. 
Oh, my goodness. Charles, appreciate you. Thank you so much. I hope they're back for a commercial break. Over a loss. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I can't Just catch not nothing. able to get much penetration to the backfield. That's what it <laughs> Whoa, is. Whoa, what are we doing here? <laughs> okay, right, see. On Twitter, uh, AZ Pablo Fernando tweets, at Brian Broadus, at Ari Sports, yeah. is today simply a normal bad game that all great teams have, burn the tape, move on, or does no, today raise any concern for the team coaching yeah. how great we really are? Don't burn the tape because you need to kind of figure out why. You need to figure out why. Did moving Steele over to left tackle have something? Did he play not as good as he had at right tackle? What's the conditioning with Lyle Collins? Why were they able to run the football? You know, your linebackers were, I think between your two linebackers, they had 23 tackles. So that kind of tells you a little bit of maybe what was going on there. Yeah, good point. You had some breakdowns on some third down plays. They were uh they were eight of fifteen on third down. So that tells you, you know, they they hit some big plays. I think there was a, a third and eleven or third and eleven, something like that, third and ten, third and eleven that they hit for like a nineteen yard. I mean they had several. So yeah, you gotta watch the tape. I don't know, like I say, I still believe you're a good team. The the good team part of it is when you you're able to move the football. You're you're a you're a defense that's trying to not give up big plays but you do give up big plays but along the way you're going to need your offense to keep doing what they're doing that's that's the trick because you know you get a little bit exposed today you know when it's when things are not going well for the offense and there's not putting up points they're not sustaining drives i mean you look at for example today the broncos ran 73 plays how many Cowboys? 57. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good gauge right there that, you know, you were, in some, you were in some hot water really all day on both sides of the ball. And sometimes that could be a misleading stat. Time of possession, another one. I think it's very telling in this game. In this game, it was very telling because it, it just appeared that, you know, like we, we were kind of, I don't know if we were critical of McCarthy for punting the ball there on that fourth down. And, you know, when you were three scores down and you're thinking, okay, well, maybe we get a stop, get a block punt again, get some field position. And then they go, you know, 13 plays and take seven minutes off the clock. You know, that looks like a bad situation. But that's when it's, that's when it's very, very telling that you, you just can't get the stops that you need uh, to get off the field. Today's game between the Denver Broncos and the Dallas Cowboys at ATT Stadium was brought to you by Ford, built for Texas, built for you. Uh, I thought Dak Prescott had an interesting comment during his post-game press conference. Here's what he said. No, I, would, I, I wouldn't say so by any means. I mean, I think if you look at the Chargers game, we only got three possessions pretty much in the second half, so I wouldn't say that we're just bogged down. Um, I hope teams play us like this for the rest of the year, to be honest. This was just not a great game by us. This wasn't who we normally are. And as I said, we're going to learn from it. Uh, as this didn't, I think Coach said it great, great in the locker room. This isn't a tape that you just you throw away. We, we learn a lot from it and we move forward. But um, we've got to be accountable for our mistakes and not playing, right. like, playing like up to our standard and our expectations. And uh, we'll make sure that we get it cleaned up and, and uh, get better. Man, I don't know. I, they did, I, I'm looking forward to myself Uh-oh, sitting the, the down Eagles and seeing winning. exactly what Denver was able to do to you and to affect you the way that they did. You know, did they? You know, we. You know, we he says so. He hoped to see him play. I usually, hope usually, teams like this. Yeah. I hope teams play us like this the rest of the year. Usually, when teams play you like that, he's usually talking about if they blitz and because he's he's been outstanding when yeah. you blitz him. You know, but uh, I I, I kind of got the feeling today it was a little bit more of playing some coverage. 
you know, locking up on some one-on-one on the outside, playing physically. I think that's what it was. Yeah, playing physically on the outside. I think that's the stuff, the, the matchup stuff that they were able to do is their guys did a great job of, of playing coverage. And then, you know, you look at the guy who had the interception was, was Justin Simmons, you know, safety. And he's always going to get one, it seems like, a game playing in the middle of the field. So... I, I wonder if Dak's thinking like, hey, we'll learn from somebody playing press coverage on us. Because remember last week what happened with the Vikings? Vikings didn't play press coverage, and all of a sudden the ball was, everything was soft and a lot of open routes and stuff like that. This time around, I think Denver said, if we're going to die, let's die bit up on the line of scrimmage and trying to make you have to fight those uh, those uh, those coverages. Well, and, and it goes back to what we talked about the Broncos defensive coordinator saying, we're going to get some one-on-one opportunities on the outside yeah. we need to take advantage of. Yeah. And then the fact that the Cowboys attempted 15 passes on first down as opposed to six runs says the Cowboys aren't reinventing the wheel, especially on first down play calling. If they see a loaded box, they're going to pass. Right. If they see you play soft and in coverage, they're going to run. Right. So I do wonder if this is something that teams will look at and say, hey, they're really good and explosive on first down. Load up the box. Put you know, and if you have the corners that can cover one on one, because their corners were physical, they probably got away yeah. with some holds and stuff. But but you do that over the course of a, a sixty minute football game, you're going to get away with some of those. Yeah, but we were talking about that in the pregame with with Bill Vinovich as the official. You know, from doesn't Rick call Oslin, a ton of penalties. He doesn't right. call a ton of penalties, so you kind of got into this game thinking that maybe that that was the case if they were going to let him play. Mm then that both teams would benefit from that. But it looked like to me that the Denver benefited the most. Their receivers did a great job of getting open. Your guys didn't. Their quarterback did a good job of getting their guys the ball. Yours didn't. There's a lot of things that happened in this game. You can't just say it's one or one thing, this or that. Right. There, I mean, there was everything that was involved in this football game. Yeah. Today. Did Terrence Steele play great? No, absolutely no. not. Did Lyle Collins play great? Nope. No. CeeDee Lamb had some drops. Dak Prescott had some missed throws. The offense, as good as everything's been for this offense all year, it was that bad in this game. Postgame show is brought to you by Papa John's. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's, official pizza of your Dallas Cowboys. Let's hear from CeeDee Lamb, who's been fantastic this year, but certainly had a game to forget here. Here's CeeDee Lamb, Cowboys wide receiver after this loss. CeeDee, I just asked Zeke this, especially in the first half. It just it didn't seem like y'all were able to establish much of a rhythm. Did it feel that way to you? And can you pinpoint anything that that stood out as to why? Uh, no, not not really, not exactly. But uh, obviously everything didn't go as we planned offensively. Couldn't connect when we wanted to. Uh, couldn't get a complete drop going. And you saw it out there tonight. So uh, just kind of trying to going off what Zeke said, just being better. Uh, go look in the film room, correct the mistakes, and be better next week. Zach or, or Dak missed you on a couple wide open deep balls. Is that just from missing a week, or is that going to happen? How do you assess that? I mean, I don't really know how to really, you know, answer that. But uh, we kind of let me rephrase it. Did did you feel like you guys were just a little off, you and him? I mean, as a team, we were off. Not just me and him. Uh, Honestly, I felt like we couldn't get a completion. with all receivers, and uh, I don't know. I don't know. That was it. Was a weird day to day. Yeah, it was just it was just weird. When, and you, whether it was you and Dak, Amari had a drop over the middle. Is how from the mental aspect, how hard is it to kind of get past that when it just seems like nothing's really going your way? I mean, it's tough. Uh, obviously, when you're trying to do uh, build. And then uh, kind of keep going back to square one. So it's tough, very frustrating. But 
we know it's a long road, it's a long season, and uh, you can't really let that, you know, dictate the rest of our season. Uh, granted, we lost this game. Uh, we didn't want to. But, I mean, we'll be back out next week. Uh, he kind of touched on this as well. I mean, you've thrown more reps with Dak than you could count at this point. But, I mean, does him, between the bye week and him being out for a week, how, does that affect things in your opinion? Or, or if so, how much? Uh not really, not necessarily. I mean, timing is everything, don't get me wrong. Uh, but, you know, throughout the week that we didn't get, um, I felt like they played a part uh, slightly. But, I mean, at the end of the day, we're going out there doing what we love. Timing is, is still there. Um, I feel like we just have to get it back in the groove of things, offensively get things, uh, go back to square one, playing the way we know how to play, and uh, just ultimately trusting in each other. And I feel like when we do that, that's when we're unstoppable. But, uh Man, we just got to keep working. Uh, it ain't nothing to really stress about. Uh, we know what we got to do offensively and as a team. Tell us this week of practice, because actually, because McCarthy said last week, practice wasn't as good, and you came out and had a really strong game. So how was practice this week? Uh, it could have been better. Um, we didn't have the best week of practice, and uh, it showed, obviously, today. And, uh, yeah, and, and like I said, it all falls back on the players. At the end of the day, we got to go out and attack, had an attack mindset, same mindset as week one, and uh, that we didn't. And he came back to bite us, but uh, most definitely using this as motivation. All right, there's C.D. Lamb. Just a weird game. Did he say? Did I mishear him? Did he say he didn't feel like they had a good week of practice? He he did not. He said that. Yeah, he, that's that's what he said. Yes. Okay. Because we were kind of not hearing any of that stuff. I mean, McCarthy before in Minnesota, there were a couple of practices and stuff of practice where he said, "Hey, we've got to be better." Like in the lot, uh, like I think in some players stuff, were getting into the Minnesota week and. The Wednesday wasn't as good and stuff like that, so I wonder if something's going on over there. If they're having some, some problems, I, I just want to make sure that I heard that right. What do you? What's a? I don't know. We hear a lot I, about you're a ask good me, practice. You're ask me why, and I don't know. But I just heard. But like, a, how do you know what? A, like, we hear some they really good practice. This ball week. didn't hit the ground. You know, there's no no repeat of plays. You can have a practice where, like, coach, can we see that again? You know, coach, coach, can we yeah, see that again? Yeah. That's one of those practices where all of a sudden it's sloppy, the ball's hitting the ground, you know, everybody seems like they're kind of dragging rear a little bit, you know, because they're not, you know, they're not into it, the energy level's low. So, yeah, I mean, to me, you can have bad practices and it affect the way. I think today was more about just they just weren't better than what Denver was. I mean, physically, they were not... They were not good up front. They were not good, you know, on the outside having to win in routes. You know, they weren't good enough covering their receivers. I mean, there were just so many things that you know you could look at. And we're gonna, and you're gonna. This game is gonna be one of the one of the better games that Micah Parsons has ever played from sacks and tackles, <laughs> late Van oh, yeah. and it's yeah. all gonna go to the wayside because you know they they didn't they didn't get it done today. You know. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Let's talk with John in Dallas. Go ahead, John. Before John go, man, Charles, appreciate you once again. My bad, I messed up your name. <laughs> I was in the Charles and Reporter Cowboys Report, and he was speaking from Erica. So shout out to Erica as well. I'm gonna go back and check that. You know, I measured twice, cut once, but a uh, shout out to Cowboys Sports Report, and uh, and, and uh, be sure to follow their accounts and these sorts of things. Uh, winning, bring the Super Bowl on back to Dallas this year. Yeah, I'm, I always 
think what, about what are we going to do there? Well, yeah, and, I mean, how? Who do you go get? Was it a problem with players last week? No. Was it a problem I mean, with players shout the out week to you, Chuck. You know, that? If, if he's bringing the Super Bowl back to Dallas. you got to bring in Odell Beckham Jr. Obviously, he's the one that fixes all their problems. Yeah. Odell Beckham Jr., obviously. No, I, I don't think that would fix your problem. <laughs> no, I don't think I mean, so at he, all. He drops balls just like the guys did today, so that you know maybe he'd fit right in if that's the case. I mean, it's just a bad day. It's a bad day at the office for the Cowboys. You know, we... I know personally, I felt like that, you know, I felt like this was going to be the opposite. What I said, what Denver, I was expecting a 30 to 20 game, something like that. Yeah. I was expecting you to do to Denver what they did yes. to you. Yes. That's facts, what I was facts, expecting. Facts, facts, facts. I didn't, I expected balance. I expected physicality. I expected pressure. You know, none of those things for the Cowboys today worked. And so, you know, to the caller, and listen, I'm not, we're not trying to make fun of you or anything like that. But what do you do now? You, you know, you're we're almost we're into November, and you know, I mean, going to get a checkbook or going to get a player that that ain't helping. You. I mean, you're going to have some guys come back. You know, you're going to get you know Gallup back. You're going to get you know Gallimore back, Tank back soon enough. I mean, you're going to get some guys. Today was just one of those days where you went out there and you weren't you weren't good enough, and the other team was. And I, I'm not going to sit there and get down about it. I'm really not. I right. Think- All right. Before we go go a little bit further, I've seen people call Diggs a fraud. I'm reading your comments. I need to get out of it. But, you know, I'm going to read your comments. Y'all calling Diggs a fraud. I get it. I get it. We, we lost sour grapes. I get it. But I said last week, if you are all in, type in all in in the chat. I need to know where my real one's at. I don't want people to fold up like wallets and lawn chairs. So if you and I get it. Put in the chat if you're all in with the guys, the 77 guys that we have on this team or the 53 that's going to be on the active day or the 47 that's on the active day starting roster. Appreciate you, Tiff, so much for your donations and your love and adulation. If you're all in, type in all in because I want to know the person that can go into the low dive with me and down in the trenches. I don't want the person, you know, that, that the moment they hear the gunfire, the moment they hear, like, they gone. They run. I'm like, dog, where you at? Hey, man, dog, where you at? Where my dogs at, man? Y'all gonna leave me out here? Ah! You know, I want to know, man, who's gonna get it out of the mud with me when it's down to fight, even though we get punched in the mouth. I want to know who's gonna help pick me back up and say, get back in the ring. Let's continue to fight. I don't want the fickle fan to sit here and say, the moment you hear that, you said, I said, I told you, law. You should you should have stayed in the car. <laughs> and then I say, hey, I'm trying to run back to the car. You already drove. I don't want those. Trayvon Diggs, Micah Parsons, Leighton Van Der Esch, and you, 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. You're listening to the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Yeah, yeah, appreciate the tip. I got to see what you said over here. Uh, she said, this is for all my D.C. for life. Appreciate you ride or die. Just one game, still riding 15 and 2. He just moving back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is where I know where our real one's at now. Afro Sheen 42. <laughs> Ted, all in. All in. That's what I want. You know, I want the people that's all in. You know, it makes a better success story. It makes a better success story. I, I would never forget, and I'm not saying that this Broncos team is a, a Super Bowl caliber team, but I'll never forget I'll never forget the Giants. I'm going to use them as a reference point because they're fresh in my mind right now. The Giants, 
they got they butt handed to them against the Patriots in 2007. Came in rolling, but they kept fighting. They lifted the Lombardi Trophy at the end of the year. They all locked in. Licking your wolves, yeah. We got to stay locked in, Cowboy Nation. It's for all the haters. <laughs> I mean, we, we look, the greatest boxer of all time, Muhammad Ali, did he go undefeated? Did he lose <laughs> a match here and there? Come on, man. I want y'all to be understanding that this is a long journey. It's a long journey. It's not over with. They, look, I get it. We lost. We can't gloat. We can't brag. But I don't want you guys to be hesitant. I don't want you guys to be, oh, all of a sudden, you do the Skip Bayless impression or ball in your jersey and throwing it in the trash can. It's about making the necessary adjustments. Are we angry and are we upset at this front five? Yes. Are we angry and we upset at the wide receivers dropping the ball? Yes. Are we angry and upset that Dak Prescott wasn't on the money today? Yes. But it's not the end of the world. They got to they gotta just refocus and regroup. I'm glad that C.D. Lamb said, hey, man, we didn't have a good practice all this week. Hmm? We wasn't on the same page this week. Yo, we all in, baby. Frazier, Frazier wore him out, <laughs> Chris. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a super upsetting moment. It's a bad, it's a quiet day in Cowboys land in Arlington. It's a quiet day in Frisco. It's a quiet day in uh, Cedar Hill, DeSoto, Duncanville. Shout out to Oak Cliff. It's a quiet day in Richardson, Texas. Little Elms, Texas, you know. Waxahachie, it's a quiet day in this area. DF Dub, it's quiet. But we still locked in. It's all in, baby. And now we're going to chin check and gut check everybody. They're going to go back and look at that. We're going to look at everybody in that locker room. And they're going to say, hey, why you didn't wrap up, bro? Hmm? Why you missed your assignment on the flat? You said you want to win a Super Bowl, but what do that tape say right there? Hey, you did 20 push-ups. You're supposed to do 25. I want 26 now. Yeah, we got a comfortable league. What happened to all the comfortable league talk that's in the NFC East, right? Hmm. We good. We good. I just don't want a person to jump on his wagon only when we winning. I want the people that's on it now to keep the people off of it. Just trying to jump on because they're going to say, hey, I'm holding you accountable because I saw what you posted last week. When we was getting, when we was down, getting blown out. That's the dogs I want. Appreciate you, Victor Lee, for the stars. Appreciate you, Johnson Vance, for the like. That's what we looking for, baby. That's what we look. I'm looking for some real ones, baby. I'm looking for somebody to come out there to Cowboys Experience event this coming weekend. They say, hey, Law, listen to your podcast, man. I'm a real one. Hey, 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 win, lose, or draw. 
We're going to defend. We're going to protect this house. Yeah, the Cowboys let us down, but dog it. That's just one game. We lost two. Show of hands who had us 6-2 right now. Hmm? They had us 0-2 starting off for the season. And now y'all ready to fold? They had us 0-2 starting off for the season. Let that sink in. We 6-2 right now. And, we, and somebody already running. Huh? They pull out a gun, run. I want you to take, put that gun down. Fatality. You know, slap it out of his head, you know. Appreciate you, 442. All in. We all in, baby. It was probably a three to four player gap where he hit that thing. And, you know, the, the space, you know, that they were, they were not in good shape there. So, you know, that, that's, that's the kind of thing, you know, you got to take advantage of those. The field position, you got to go in there and score. You know, you got to go in there and find a way to, to get those points. And mm. they went for it on fourth down. Unfortunately, <laughs> they didn't get the fourth down that they needed. And it, uh, from that point on, but, man, they came back on defense. Got to stop. Got to stop. Got to, you know, but. Appreciate you, nothing, 2 four. Nothing worked. 2 five, 4 today. appreciate you. you know, the, again, I, I just think some of the self-inflicted stuff, the drops, missed throws. Some poor tackling, you know, unfortunate breaks with the the special teams. You get a punt block and then they have the ball carry them forward instead of backwards, you know. I mean, it's just, you know, those are the kinds of things when you kind of just, you know, on the sidelines, you're on the headset and you just go, today's not our day. You know, today, and I and at, at the end, I was kind of like thinking, man, just get Dak out of there. Don't. You know, five, six minutes left in the game. I'm like, listen, don't expose him to right. trying to throw the ball and somebody falls on him and Steele maybe misses a block or Lyle Collins lunges and misses his block or Connor Williams does something crazy, you know. But, you know, to Mike McCarthy's credit, after the game, he was asked about it and he said, hey, I'm trying to get two-minute work for my guy. You know, a couple of drives where they Always got some building. good two-minute work in. And, you know, if that's what he wants to do and, and you know, like I said, they've – He's got this team to a six and two record right now, and, and in pretty good shape in the uh, in the NFC East. We'll hear from Trayvon Diggs coming up here in a moment, but first, let's pause ten seconds. I love what Dak Prescott said. If anybody tried to pull me out of the game, I would told them. I would have told them no. Sometimes, what you do in this game reflects on what you're going to try to do in the next game. Like Dak Prescott, reporter, the guy that was reporting to Dak Prescott. You have not seen live ammunition in two weeks. This is a situation, baby, that this particular team is looking to elevate themselves even in a defeat. You're learning something. The field really well. I think at Alabama, you know, playing for Nick Saban, and Nick Saban coaches the secondary. There's times when he'll lose the ball, you know. I I mean, it's funny because – There'll be other times where you see him perfectly track the ball. And then, like, on the, the Patrick touchdown, totally it was 44. Lost totally lost the ball. And you're thinking, like, boy, that's not like Diggs to – because usually it's like run with, run with guy. He sees – now he finds – you know, he's finding the ball the same time, so he's either able to knock it away, intercept it. But that ball that Patrick caught, it's like he wasn't even close to making the play. So – you know, I'm young player. I'm I'm not trying to make excuses. The guy has seven interceptions in the National Football League. I, that says a lot about 
his ability to make plays. But there there will be moments where you're you're kind of like going, man, he he just did not play that ball well enough right there to make that play. And it seems like at times in this game they kind of went after him a little bit. You know, they we did. talked about well, teams go away they, from him. They they will. Teams will go because they a couple of things happened to him. How about the third down there on the in the and the goal line? Uh, he he plays. I thought he played. I thought he played the play. I mean, from what I looked like, it looked like man, he's. He's gonna. He knocked the ball down, and it's third down, and then it gets a pass interference. Now the ball's at the one. You know, I mean that happens to him. That happens to him too much. The holdings, the pis. You hope he. He's not going to lose his aggressiveness. I don't think he is. Mm. But man, people will, will continue to to attack him because of that uh, that uh, ability that or the the, the sometimes the him gambling. giving up the gambling yeah the, the gambling stuff here is Trayvon Diggs after yeah. this loss for the Cowboys get him Diggs Minnesota started similarly fast last week and y'all were able to kind of buckle down from there it, it, it seemed more difficult today obviously just kind of your thoughts on especially on the first half when it seemed like Denver was really clicking yeah um we didn't come out with the same intensity that we came out with uh last week or any of the weeks actually it's probably one of our you know worst games but you know we didn't come out with that same intensity and you know it came back to hunt us why do you think the intensity wasn't where you wanted to be i have no clue is that i mean you've, you've done this a while now i mean are are noon games harder to get up for in some circumstances you think um you could use that as an excuse but at the end of the day, we could play in a football game. You know, you got to be ready regardless of what time we play. We got a football game, and today we just wasn't ready. How surprised are you by what Denver was able to do in the passing game? Um, They got good players, you know, good quarterback, good receivers, you know, so it don't surprise me. It's football. At the end of the day, they professional players too. So, you know, but we still didn't come out with that same intensity that we came out with last week. So, How would you assess your, your performance today? I didn't play good at all. Trayvon, how sobering is today's performance considering the six straight wins that you guys had coming into today? Um, we needed it, you know, like we know how that feel like now. You know, I don't ever want to feel like I don't like losing. So we got to come back next week harder. We know what we got to do, and, you know, we're going to stick together, and we're going to get it done regardless of what we got to do. We're going to get it done for sure. Can you walk us through the long touchdown there in the first half? Um Double move, he caught it. Good ball, good catch. When they do a double move, is that about your eyes just looking at a certain part of the body? Was it a mm. technique? Good ball, good catch. Is it surprising that after such a win streak, six games, all seven games you guys have played relatively well, is mm. it surprising to you to see the team come out seemingly flat? Mm. <laughs> I wouldn't say that as a surprise or anything like that, but like I said before, we, we got to come out regardless and execute. doesn't matter what time it is. Like, we have to come out. You know, everybody professionals at the end of the day, you know, so you got to come You got to be ready. And we wasn't ready, but we're going to get there. Is this a wake-up call, you think, for, for your group? Yeah, you could say that. You think you guys were, like to say, eating the cheese in a sense, you know, reading your press clippings. Was that maybe something going into this game a little bit? I really don't know. I can't. I can't call it. Uh, the 
early third, obviously, you know, you get off the field in three plays and the punt block, mm-hmm. and then you find out you have to go back on the field. How challenging is that from a mental standpoint when you kind of think you've generated this momentum and it goes away? Uh, it's football. You know, we still got to put the groove out there and do the same thing again, regardless of the situation, regardless of what happened. Regardless of what happened on special teams, like we have to execute. Everyone has to execute on all phases. So, you know, we just, you know, we didn't come out and we didn't play well today, but we're going to get it together. Some would say after a game like this, considering what you're going through, that, oh, you got the blueprint now on how to beat them. Mm-hmm. You think that's the case in a sense? No. What do you think the case was? He lost. Right, there's no blueprint. <laughs> no blueprint. There's no blueprint. <laughs> no blueprint. So Trayvon Diggs says oh, certainly on defense. Gosh. I think you can you can look at that and say that's pretty accurate. I, I think time will tell in terms of the blueprint, quote unquote, against defending this team. But you know, as we've said, I I, I just think this is way more disappointing from the perspective of the offense. This Appreciate loss to you, me falls Eric. in the offense. This Appreciate is a you, team Eric. built to win an offense. Did the defense play great? No. But for the most part, this defense played sort of like it's played all year. Maybe give up a little bit. People asking, people acting like there's a Justin Simmons on every team, a Patrick Sertain, a Fuller, as well as a Kareem Jackson on every team. They're acting like that's, a, that, that's the DBs, the secondary group on everybody's team. And excuse me, they act like that, hey, every team going to run the rock just like the Denver Broncos did. And, hey, if they can, if they can, then shout out to them. There's no blueprint. There's no situation where we fold up every game like this. Now, I will tell you this. You see that beautiful, ugly, I'm going to say beautiful, ugly, because it's beautiful in a sense by nature, but ugly because I got to eat it. If the Cowboys play like they did today, next week, I will eat the crow. I will absolutely come live here on station right now in my studio, in my studio, and I will tell you guys, that this team is not for real. I will absolutely, I will absolutely say it out of my mouth. I would say, look, I will shut down any playoff, playoff talk. I will shut down any thinking of my imagination of us even getting deep in the playoff. If they showcase again, if they showcase again what we seen today, I will give you guys that. If they give us back-to-back weeks like we just exhibited and exude, I will shut it all the way down. I will shut down. I will challenge any Cowboys content creator. I will challenge any Cowboys media. I'm going to go total zero dark 30 around this mug. Y'all know me, and I'm going to leave nobody left behind because I'm going to tell you guys, if they give us the same energy that we seen today, next, next week, I will shut this thing down, and I'm going to challenge everybody. I'm telling you, bring, hide your kids, hide your mama, cook, cousin, Cougar, and Ray Ray, because I'm going in, and there's no point of no return, because I'm going to go all in on them if they give us this same energy. And y'all know, y'all don't want to make an enemy out of me. You know, no, no, no. Y'all don't want that, because I'm bringing all of the heat. Let me know. Along the way to help their defense. Have to be good on first down. Cowboys were not. Have they to have sustained not. drives. Lots of three and outs. Yep. You're 100% correct. Brian Broaddus, the Super Bowl winning former NFL scout. On Twitter at Brian Broaddus. I'm Ari Temkin on Twitter at Ari Sports. You can always call or text 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. Dallas Cowboys football will continue in a moment. Spurs assistant coach Becky Hammond. Yes, yeah, so y'all get what I'm saying, right? I'm bringing the heat. I'm bringing everything. Exactly. If we look exactly like we did today. Um, uh, yeah, y'all. Shoot. 
oh, it's going to be trouble, 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 especially the coaching staff, <laughs> the, the, the radio station, everybody, mama, cousin. They can be like, man, that dude law, baby, that dude law, he don't play around with it. You know, Erica said, I'm all in all day, every day, law. If you can have any advice for our new Cowboys YouTube channel, please let me know. I have a great insight, been a fan since my first game, Super Bowl 28. Piss, we hurt our first seed shot. Well, not necessarily, right? We're 6-2. and two. The Cardinals were wedding, of course, but they did hold a nail, right? Now, we need the Chiefs to do their thing, to do their magic over there against the Green Bay Packers. We went out. We got a head-to-head matchup against the Arizona Cardinals. If we give them an L, right? That's how that works. If we give them L, we have the number one seed. But I feel what you said, Erica. Uh, yeah, I, I, I absolutely feel what you said. But I'm all in, baby. Appreciate you. And Charles, you know, what I'm <laughs> that's in charge of not the Chicago Cowboys report, but the Cowboys report. Appreciate you. Um, Paula made some impressive block this uh, this game uh, when the Broncos blitz. Yeah, Paula. I like my dog Pollard, but he was unfocused. He was not ready. And when he dropped that ball and he played basketball with the football, I was like, no. And um, Cooper dropped. Oh, my goodness. Y'all seen that stat line for your mind at 54 passes or what have you and zero drops? That was the biggest of the biggest drop. Gosh, that was a big drop, baby. Uh, Elliot was a no-show. He looked tired. This is from Steven, but he was hurt. I'm not look, Cowboy Nation, I'm not I'm not using this as an excuse. But Elliott still averaged five point one yards per tote. Uh Will says, uh I think Will had a great point. That's the best secondary in the NFL. Arguably so, you know. Justin Simmons, no one to sneeze at. Kareem Jackson. Y'all can go back and look at my postgame shows. I spoke glowingly of those boys. I, I don't know a lot of things, but DBs, shoot, I can challenge anybody. Just walking on this planet, they can talk on, on YouTube about DBs and secondary, and I'm waiting. I'm waiting. We can talk about that. We can do film sessions, breakdown by breakdown, feet, assignment, zone cover read, man-to-man. We can, go, we can go line by line on talking about DBs. <laughs> DBs, I, that's my neck of the woods right there. Those boys, like I said before, those boys were going. Those boys good. Tampa is our biggest uh, threat. Easy schedule with the tiebreaker. Uh, that's why we heard our shot. Shout out to you, yeah. Yeah, you did bring up Tampa. Yeah. Tampa lost to the Saints. So what we got to do is, believe it or not, if we beat the Saints and the Tampa lose another game, they do have an easy stretch. But if we beat the Saints, I'm using the operative word if because the Saints look like they reemerged as a good team, by the way. And on top of that, uh, it's a situation, Cowboy Nation, that we got to beat the Saints, right? And we, and we just got to – it's not all in our favor right now because we're 6-2. and two. But I believe we can still come out above if we just stay focused. And guess what? Sometimes sometimes when you get hit in the mouth, this is the situation. They can say, hey, go back and remember how you played and looked like against the Denver Broncos, home game, everything was in your favor, right? And you held an egg. Technically, they had us up 30-0. to zero. 
30 to 0. DraftKings have. Like I said, now if the Atlanta Falcons get up to us like thirty to zero, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come over here and I'm gonna eat some okra, and I'm gonna come at all of the the decision makers of this organization, the staff, all of the decision makers that people talking about this. And I would do a straight up, straight up, showing up video on that one. You know, I'm for real. <laughs> Shout out to you, Jessica. I see in the chat. Appreciate you. Uh, we haven't. We have to beat the Falcons right now. Not worried about the Saints right now. Yeah, William Anthony. Yeah, 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 yeah. They the next team that's on the deck it, on the dock right there uh, will be the. Um, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Who got the ball? Okay, okay. We watching the uh, Chiefs versus the Green Bay. Buffalo lost to the. Oh yeah, well the Buffaloes are in the. Uh, the Buffaloes are. Are, are in the AFC though, but yeah, I feel you. Yeah, yeah, Cowboy Nation. I'm Ari, and uh, Michael Parsons. Parsons still played his, you know what, off right. Total tackles in this one, um, and after the game, Michael Parsons visiting with the media. Here's this Michael is Parsons. Strange to be a part of, given how your team has been playing this year. To look up and it's thirty to nothing. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, we rely so much on each other, offense, defense, and we complement each other really well. Um, but you know, today was just one of those days, and this is—I think this is a great opportunity to learn. Look at we, you know, season when everything's going really good and we're winning and winning. When you get stunned, it's a good opportunity to learn and grow. So um, it's a good thing it happened now. Now we got a chance to go into it. Look at we with the mistakes we made and learn and grow for the strict long games that we got left. How stunning was it for the defense? You got to get the block punt. Yeah, I mean that stuff hurts. Like uh, I just felt like we couldn't get no momentum. We couldn't get anything going, and uh, you know that stuff really just sucks. But at the end of the day, uh, you got to bend, don't break. Things like that is going to happen, and we got to hanker down. And try to get the ball back. I mean, there's just no excuses out there today. Uh, no, doubt. Nah, I don't think we was tired. We just got beat, man. Uh, I think that's the nature of the game. That's the thing about football. Any given Sunday, you can get beat, and today was our day. Michael, this was the first game that y'all gotten down as a team by so many points. How different does it feel as a defense when you're trying to come back and you're on the field for over 40 minutes? I mean, obviously, it's, it was a much longer game for us, but we got to find a way to get off the field. I mean, there is no excuse for that. It's things that, you know, we practiced on and we didn't execute. That's the thing. You got have a game plan. Everything could be well throughout the week, but at the end of the day, you got to go out there, execute, and dominate. And I don't think uh, we was able to do that. It's just not your day, huh? It's just not my day. <laughs> but I got a new puppy, and I'm going to go home to him. And we're going, we're going to cuddle about it. <laughs> this is, a lot of teams aren't built to run like they are, but what they were able to do today, would you anticipate teams would try to do the same sort of thing against this defense going forward? Hmm, maybe. Bring it. We're going to get better. Uh, we'll be ready. No doubt. Uh, in, in that press conference, when Micah backed away from the mic, it was because a bee is apparently buzzing around him. Mm-hmm. Which seems odd for this time of year. Wouldn't think a bee would be able to survive the overnight cold that we have here, but yeah, 
<laughs> Tough bees. I mean, the killer bees. <laughs> That's what they were, the killer bees from Asia. Unbelievable. Uh, all right, Cowboys fall at the Broncos 30-16. to 16. Uh, Taking your phone calls and your thoughts at 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. But sort of reiterating that, I mean, I, again, this game was lost offensively. You, you, you had one of the worst defenses in, 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 in program history last year, maybe the worst. Mm-hmm. It, it's really difficult to get from awful, terrible, to average, and I think this team is getting there. We, we can't overreact to what we've seen so far because there are certain metrics and ways you can look at this defense and say it's okay, it's getting better, but it's not a defense you can count on to win you football games. You're going to win these games with offense. And so I think, again, just reiterating the point that we've sort of been reiterating throughout the show, Broadus, this was, this was not on the defense. This loss was on the offense. Yeah, I, but I, I will take a... I'll take a bigger approach than that. Go, I, go, go I with do it. believe it was a you know a team loss, and I don't think people want to hear that because we're always kind of looking like totally point the finger, point the right. finger. Give point, me somebody to blame. Yeah, you know, let me blame Mike McCarthy or let me blame Kellen Moore. I mean, I don't think Kellen Moore was particularly great calling ball plays today. You know, mm-hmm. Dan Quinn probably wants a couple of calls back. Bones Fossil probably wants the wants it back that like, hey guys, if we block a punt <laughs> and the ball ends up on the other side of the line of scrimmage, we can stay away. But you know, if we have to tackle, have to be you know, the, the, he's he's right. Mike is right. There's teaching moments you can have, mm. but today today was more about and you mentioned about the offense, but. Yeah, they gave up some big play. They gave up more big plays defensively than they normally do. We've seen some right. passes that have gone for and thirty points is more than they're, yeah. They, they average twenty three points a game. Yeah, they so don't, it's, yeah. yeah, but that, but also your offense is kind of kind of humming along. And, and I think we've just got so accustomed to the offense scoring so many points, right? And it makes the defense's faults appear yes. less. Yes. That's and, exactly and I it. think that's kind of where we're at right now. You saw, I keep saying this, I'm, I apologize, folks. I know I'm a broken record and I'm an old, crusty guy. <laughs> but you saw today your worst nightmare. You saw the offense sputter and go nowhere and, and really struggle to do anything well. And then you saw your defense get exposed for it not having. And I can't, but I can't blame it because there were. Like I say, they punt the ball down. The Cowboys, McCarthy punts them down in the other end of the field. What happens? The defense gives up a seven-minute, 30-30 drive, you know, yeah. basically from the third quarter into the fourth quarter. You know, and, and they just they couldn't have that. Right. You're down three scores. Yeah. You could but not this, afford that. This was this was this was Mike McCarthy not being good today. Yeah. This was Kellen Moore not being good today. This was this was Dan Quinn not being good today. You know, this was Joe Philbin not being good today. And it was, you know, jo- Johnny Bones did okay. Team loss. Johnny Is Bones there, did okay. And they're all, you know, driving home now listening to us talk and they know that. You know those those guys, and they they there's they're driving home. They're thinking, man, I yeah, we've got to do this differently. We have to think about this, and you know maybe this is the opportunity to to sit down and you know hey, we we shuffled this offensive line around for a reason. Mm. Did we do it for the right reason? Mm. Hey, we're playing this guy at on at defensive tackle or defensive. End. Is that the right thing to do? There's things now you could go back in the Monday morning meetings. You know, and, and hey, you're not getting home at three in the morning and dead rear tired. You know, you could go home tonight, get some sleep, 
cuddle with your new puppy, and then you know, <laughs> figure out tomorrow what you need to do. You, you say all the time, Broadus, that winning is a great deodorant. Yeah. Losing is sometimes a great look in the mirror. Oh, no. Losing <clears throat> is bad breath. When you're meeting people. <laughs> you know, everybody looks at you. Nobody wants to say anything to you about it. But, yeah, losing is bad breath. And you got to go in there and you got to brush your teeth and you got to, you know, hit the mouthwash. And then, you know, you come back and when you talk to people, oh, it's like, oh, hey, it's good to see you again. Instead of, like, having bad breath and nobody like, hey, bro, you need to put on your mask, you know, so we don't have to deal with you today. 877-881-1053. Let's talk with Malik in Denton. Go ahead, Malik. You're on the Dallas Cowboys postgame show. Hey. Hey, how's it going, fellas? Um, I just well, have a quick question. Sure. About how do you feel about today overall? Do we? I know you guys are saying this is mainly on our offense, but does the defense with the band aid of the running game today? Do we put a band aid over that, or also with Demarcus Lawrence coming back and Gallimore, is that going to change uh, Michael Parsons' role, or is his role going to be the same? Okay, so for the first part, I think it's pretty obvious we've been pretty much saying this all show. The Cowboys are a complimentary football team. Yeah. The offense complements the defense, and, and, and everything complements one another. Th- this was the opposite. I think uh, Brad Sham called it insulting football, the opposite of complimentary football. In terms of Demarcus Lawrence yeah. and, and Neville Gallimore, though, it's an interesting question, Brian. What kind of, uh, when those guys do return a lineup, and I don't know when that's going to be, but I don't think it's anytime soon. No, no. It's it's closer than it, you know they're given, starting man. back to practice and stuff. When, and especially with Gallimore, the position he plays at defensive tackle, you know you want him to be completely healthy. You don't want him having to take on three hundred and twenty right. pound blockers all day and be compromised inside. Now the one thing that that will help is you know this is a team, the Broncos. They have two really good backs. They showed today that. They're capable of running the football. I mean, that's something they really haven't. I mean, they both backs had had near 400 yards, you know, right. for the season. So, I mean, they're capable backs. But yet, yeah, you know, to say that Gallimore, I, I think with Tank Lawrence, where Tank helps is, Tank's a little bit more stout on the edge. You know, maybe the ball doesn't bounce to the outside. You know, Randy's really good about getting up the field and, right. you know, and Basham and those guys getting up the field, getting up the field. And sometimes you get caught up the field, ball goes inside of you, you know. But those linebackers, Cowboys linebackers, both of them, I mean, Vanderesh had 12 tackles and Parsons had 10. I mean, they had to make a lot of tackles. It's just there were a lot of tackles in the secondary, though, that they missed. And, you know, Williams was carrying people or ripping at the ball, things like that, trying mm. to create turnovers instead of getting the guys down. You know, I, I just don't think this is one of those things that you say, oh, no, here we go. They're going to try and run the ball on you every single snap. Okay, well, what if the DAC and the offense get going again to where it is 28 to 30 points a game? You're going to sit there and commit to running the ball when you're down, you know, you're down two scores or something like that? No. Mm. You're not. So, um, you know, a lot of things have to, like I say, you, you, need, you need your offense to help you, but you, you do have some players along the way that can, can potentially, uh, you know, help in, uh, help in the offensive uh, side, of, or excuse me, help in the defensive side of the game. 877-881-1053. Let's talk with Ramon and Irving. Go ahead, Ramon. You're on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Raymond. Ramon. Oh, yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. Here. Gotcha. All right. Just want to say... Uh, at ease, uh, Cowboy Nation. Uh, I had a lot of train of thought, but I've been sitting there listening. But just want to say, man, I'm not going to pull my hair out over this game. Uh, last week, I wasn't expecting us to win. We won. 
And this week, I know it's kind of get your game. And I've been listening to Broadus and you guys all week. Uh, I think it was kind of a, a, a smorgasbord of the switching of the offensive line. And so Dak was running all day. But, man, I'm I'm not going to throw the towel in. And I'm not opening up no pocketbook because as long as the offense is working, the defense is going to be able to do what they do. But they were out there 40 some minutes tonight. What you expect? Go Cowboys. Boy, that man. Yeah, true. I mean, you're always all yeah. year going to get fans that basically implore you to to whatever player becomes available, go sign him. I've heard of that player. Let's go sign him. So I mean, you're going to get that. And I I also understand like the let's not panic. You and I talked about this earlier. Mm-hmm. This this game is going to change our opinion of how we of, of what we've felt about this team all year. This is still a really good football team. The concern I have though, and we've talked about this before, is you know the division championship obviously, but then beyond that, like. The seeding and yeah. and trying to get that first round appreciate buy, you the seed and upgrade. It's early. Brad Shamus mentioned this. We're not even halfway through the season yet, but you. This is one of those games where you hope you don't get down the road and you're chasing for seeding here, trying to get home field advantage. It's like, oh man, if only we didn't drop that game to the Broncos. Man, that, that's that's one of those games that kills you in the standings down the road. Yeah, no, and but they they play seventeen of these, you know, and like the caller said, we all picked the Vikings to win last week. Yep. And yep. you went in there with Cooper Rush. We and all got the Cowboys to yeah. win this week. And yeah, exactly. And then you think, well, okay, uh, what's what's your prediction this week, Brian? Oh, Cowboys 30, Broncos 20. You know, and, and right. it, you, know, right. you just never know. I, I've said this before. The NFL is a strange lady. Look at Buffalo going to Jacksonville <laughs> and taking a 9-6 to six loss. 9-6. You, you think that helps them and their seating and yeah. stuff going on? Yeah. You know, how about Kansas City right now? They're catching a huge break not playing Aaron Rodgers there. Maybe this is going to turn their season around. This is a long year. You're going to have games. Ups and downs, You're yep. going to have ups and downs. The Cowboys have been really fortunate that for seven games, even the Buccaneer game, they played, they played well enough to, to potentially win that game. So the fact that you're sitting at six and two right now, now if you, we get this time next week and we're doing this post game show again against Atlanta, and we're talking about Atlanta smashing you in the run and right. and Matt Ryan throwing the ball all over the place and then making plays, and it's a Cowboy loss, Just and like then this. now you have to go to Kansas City and then the Raiders come here. Okay, well, let's buckle up, Buttercup. Here we go. I mean, you know, this might be, <laughs> yeah. yep. you know, this might be okay. We're going to have to fight. You know, maybe you're looking at the fourth seed and stuff like that. I, I just don't – I think this was just a bad game offensively for the Cowboys. I think the Broncos – I don't think we gave the Broncos nearly enough credit. No. I, I just don't. And I don't. And their own people didn't give them enough credit. The people that watch them play every day don't give them enough credit, you know, for how they were playing today. Brian brought us. I'm Ari Temkin. Broncos 30, Cowboys 16. Their six-game winning streak comes to an end, and we're recapping it with you here in the Dallas Cowboys post. Appreciate everybody for watching. So Brian Broders had some brilliant points there. Uh, like I said, and I'm going to hold everything to that, you know, hold my own feet to the fire. If we look, I'm talking about exactly like we look today, next week, then I'm going to go <laughs> zero dark 30. I'm really, you know, I'm going to wear all black with a ski mask on over here with the beard hanging out of the bottom. Uh, Cowboy Nation. That crow right there, you see the crow. I can't stand it. You know, uh, it's been many, many a months since we've seen this crow. We couldn't even really bring the crow out week one because there was a lot of uh, Buccaneers fans saying, hey, respect for you, you know. But we eat crow on this one. Uh, we ate the cheeses from Larry Horn. I feel you on that one. I feel you. If you want to say, all right, you know, I'm going to calm down just a little bit. 
if you if it makes you guys feel comfortable saying that this was a trap game, then 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 dog it is it, for for your psyche is a trap game. If you feel comfortable of saying that the Cowboys ate the cheese, and if it makes you go throughout this week saying that okay they ate the cheese, then then then, then, then let it be. You know, let it be. So that's just how it goes. If y'all if y'all want to use that as a as a tool to get you out of your your, your mind clutter, then then go ahead and use that. But from my belief, this is my opinion. I just feel this is just my thoughts. Broncos were no one to sleep on. You know, there was just no one to sleep on, especially out of the secondary. And when you control time of possession, and you plan keep away from one of the most explosive offenses that who really didn't get in rhythm, you win the game that way. So that that philosophy worked. I recall many of times that I said, hey, if we control time of possession, run the rock, defense be the defense that can be stingy and give the ball back to us, then, then hell, we win games. That used to be my philosophy over here. So they did that. We only had 18 minutes. With the ball. 18 minutes. It's 15 minutes in a quarter. So we only had the ball one quarter in three minutes, basically. It just, just, just using the quick math right there. Versus the opposing team had the ball for literally three quarters. Hmm? You can't purchase no win with a quarter and a half. With, with a quarter and less than a half. Right? They had full three quarters versus all pretty much one quarter of football. We wasn't ready, right? Jeff, appreciate you. Uh, that is still top five, uh, six and two, Will Harris. You know, if, if I were to tell everybody, hey, Cowboys will be six and two in November before the start of the season, a lot of you guys would say, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I don't think that there's nobody that's in this chat right now that will sit here and say, nah, I don't want to take the six and two. You know, we six and two. We six and two. You know, the point of the wet floor sign is to know and recognize this is where someone can slip at, right? This is where you can fall. So Mike McCarthy and all of his contemporaries, his coaching staff, put the wet floor sign out. And say, hey, let's strike down all of the distractions. There was no other coach in the National Football League all this week, or last week, Pacers and Sunday is a new week, was talking about their particular coaching staff getting interviewed by TCU. TCU, leave our Cowboys the hell alone during the season. Message from Law Nation. I get it. Y'all want a new coach, but leave us alone. We're in the middle of war. We're in the middle of battle. This is battle, baby. And the confusion can, can still trickle down. Don't you know that all of the small things go a long way? Practice wasn't good all this week. That's what, what C.D. Lamb was saying. Why? Because you're getting phone calls from TCU. Leave us alone. TCU, SMU, uh, all of those colleges, leave us alone. Let's stay focused. Let's stay locked in. Let's get these stack these good practices together. And dog it, if Terrence Steele is going to be the left tackle, let's start working him out. Let's not, let's not even have the, the notion or the gumption or the thoughts or the mindset to say, okay, 
he's going to be back at right tackle. If right tackle is Lyle Collins' position, then doggett, I want all of those reps to be Lyle Collins' right tackle spot out there come when first day of practice over to the media Wednesday. I don't want to hear. I do not want to hear Lyle Collins taking rep at left guard. If he's going to be the right tackle, let him be the right tackle. Let him be the right tackle. And if Terrence Steele is going to be the backup tackle to Tyron Smith, then let it be. That's the bed that they decided to be in. Let it be. But all of this back and forwardness, no. Let's focus. These snaps, these reps, these it's very important. Very important. So no more. Look, one thing I like about life, you can't be a little bit pregnant. Either, damn it, she pregnant or she not. Let me know the results. Don't play with my food. Don't play with me. Look, if if Cameron Steele is going to be the left tackle, back up, then let him be it. Don't I don't want to hear no more of this stuff. No more of this back and forwardness. Uh, Rudy, Ruby, Ruby said Steele wasn't good at left tackle. <laughs> but he was good at right. But I ain't going to go back and forth. Coach, you need to bring him in and say, hey, you wasn't good at left tackle. But dog it all this week. We're going to practice everything on the left side of the field. Your muscle memory is going to be on the left side now. And they played with this day with your $160 million quarterback running for his life. Y'all hear me? Both of those tackles played like what's on the bottom of most people's feet. Both of them. Right tackle and left tackle. Both of them. Big play down the field. Lyell got the man in the chokehold. Giving up pressure. I mean, he's literally letting the guy, the opposition, get inside his chest. I may not know tackle play, but dog it. You can't let him get inside. Redirect. Where did the extension? Defeat slow. And excuse me, Terrence Steele. It looked like the reverb of what we saw last year. My goodness, I got to go get me something to eat. I'm tired. I've been up all day. <laughs> Caught an air. The mama didn't even cook the chicken today. We got pizza waiting for me. She texts me, we got pizza. I got to go get me something to eat before I pass the you-know-what out over here. But I'm going to let y'all know. I'm going to do some more mini videos a little later on. But I'm angry. I'm, a, I'm upset. Not necessarily with, with, with the Cowboys organization, but I'm upset with a few of you guys. Yeah. I'm upset with a few of you guys. <laughs> Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Y'all, y'all talking about my dog Diggs. Yeah, 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 y'all, 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 some trifling people. I mean, somebody called Dak Prescott a POS. You know, I mean, God, dog, I go give me something to eat now, man. I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all made me mad today. Y'all, y'all, we supposed to be family. Y'all, I supposed, y'all supposed to love this thing over here. Where loads of drought, Cowboy Nation. Y'all be sure to hit that like button. I ate the crow. Shout out to the Denver Broncos. They, Denver Broncos going to the Super Bowl, baby. <laughs> Shout out to the Denver Broncos, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, round of applause to them. They won. <laughs> Shout out to Jerry Judy. Shout out to Tim Patrick. I mean, coming out of nowhere, catching the balls. I mean, six foot four, 212 pounds, 27 years of age. He looked like, hey, he looked like he was people's dads out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I'm older than you guys. <laughs> I mean, throw an underneath ball, and he still get three or four yards after contact to get the first down. The boy was playing today. Boss man made a play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you got to get locked in. You learn from this defeat. You better learn from this defeat. And, and I got to give shots out to two-glove Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, my goodness. He galvanized us. He took what the defense was given underneath. He didn't force anything. And when there was one-on-one -on -one coverage, hey, he said, hey, I trust my guys. He trusts his guys. Appreciate y'all, man. I'm getting up out of here. I got to give me some to eat. We all in, though. It's the nature of the beast. Even when we down and out, we got to continue to swing. We got to continue to fight in this house or even in someone else's house. We bleed this silver and blue. And I wish I could give them the speech and say, everybody, hey, we lost, but it's time for us to lock in now. You got your loss out the way. They beat us fair and swear, Dallas Cowboy. Yeah, you're right. How bad do you want it? How hungry are you now? The confusion need to be over. Cowboy Nation. If this the road you're going to go down, the good thing about it when you go in the wrong direction, sometimes you can't continue to travel. Slow down, breathe, relax. Get off on the next exit. Take your time. Just get off and turn back around. That's what the Cowboys going to do next week. Get off. Lo and behold, I thought I was on 35. <laughs> I'm going down the wrong direction. Get off on the next exit and turn around, Cowboy Nation. You got to be hungry. You got to have that mentality, a PhD mentality. You don't even have to like me to understand that. That's poor, hungry, and determined to make something happen. If you want a thing bad enough to go out there and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time and your peace and your sleep for it, if all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it, and it makes you hold all other things tardy and cheap for it, if life itself seems empty and useless without it, and all that you scheme and dream is about it, if you'll gladly go out there and sweat for it, fret for it, plan for it, and lose all terror of God or man for it, if you will simply, oh, just simply go after the thing you want with all of your capacity, strength and scargacity with faith, hope, and confidence. I said confidence. If neither cold poverty, famish or fame, or sickness or body of brain can turn you away from the thing you want, the dogged and grim and proceed and presented cowboy nation, even in a loss, you can understand, hey, I can go out there and get it. It's not over. It's not over until I win. Let's go, cowboy nation. Remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Time to roll credits. I did this on an empty stomach.
<laughs> Let's go. Appreciate everybody. For the nation. One love, baby. Yeah. Nowadays, nothing really is me. Only one of me and nobody's like me. Phone ringing and I tell him it's ice. I got wifey on, bling and she ice. Freeze. Freeze. Photo. Photo. Please. Please. No photos. No, no. Jeez. Please. No, no. No. Please. No photos. Hit the door and the door man just Come on. Whole team here, money some. Still young, but I move like a Veteran. new deal to my lawyer. To if you're down in my management, I'm just warming up a way to lie. Old producers saw the numbers one. Different colors Once, in my baby. Chalk it up. Talk of the town where you're talking up. Wanna get you a ring and you tough enough. Wanna get you new things with your pockets dull. Run it up. I used to be quiet and out of luck. Now I move up and move home. We got, the and the we got so we got beat so bad. My roll credits ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for my road credit's not working. It's a dog on shame. My road credit's ain't working. <laughs> Oh my God, man! Hey, this one of them days. Maybe look what today is. Eleven seven. No, oh my goodness, eleven seven, twenty twenty one. Man, come on, man! My road credits ain't working. You know. I ran up a check. I might do it again. Hey, that's crazy. Let's go, baby. It's all good. I said, Law, why you keep fighting, dog? You gotta keep fighting, baby. Wilder versus Fury. <laughs> good night, Ray, baby. Yeah. Come on. I'm gonna go eat now. Oh, my belly touching my back over here. Come on, Kansas City. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Cowboy Nation. Yeah. It's one of those days, baby. I'm looking for my off switch. I can't even get out of here. Oh, my goodness. Let me see if I can swing it like this. Come on. Come on, baby. Ah. Somebody. All the haters still do me a huge favor. Lean forward. And if you have not hit that like button and you watched all the way to this point, look at Dak Prescott getting his butt. Hand it to him, man. How you do your $160 million quarterback like that? Y'all got to hit that like button. Oh, let, let me pause it right quick. Oh, 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 oh. Let me pause it right quick. Justin Day. Inbox me, man. Justin Day, I see you in the chat, man. You actually won. You actually won the jersey, okay? The CD Lamb jersey. So hit me up, Justin Day. Hit me up. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's get up out of here. You, you you want it now, so text me, 682-214-4087. Justin D., I see you in the chat, man. You know, uh, get on out. Get on over here. You want to see the lamb jersey. So maybe if I can get it out to you, if I can get it out to you before next week, <laughs> he can catch his ball this time. Come on. 
Shout out to you, Lee Rob. So Justin Day, 682-214-4087. We ain't folding. Shout out to my dog, Elite Rob. Hit me up, Justin Day. Yeah. It's all good. 682-214-4087. Justin D. Text me your address so I can send it off to you. If you don't, if you don't buy tomorrow, Daryl Shap was the third person in line. That's Mr. Passion. Yeah. <laughs>